Dork Tales proudly presents Dungeons and Dragons The Reign of Emrys. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two of Reign of Emrys here on Dork Tales. I'm your Dungeon Master Kelly, and joining me tonight is the presently unnamed party, but that will probably get a name pretty soon, uh, living in the city of Duchesne. Uh, last episode, we introduced the cast and delved into the world of Emery's, uh, set, of course, in our homebrew fantasy world of Elos. Uh, and we're really excited. Uh, we had a lot of great feedback from everybody, and we're excited to come back with this second episode at a really bad moment in the characters' lives, probably. Uh, I also wanted to thank you all for being here and remind you that um, uh, you can purchase things for the characters, uh, such as Determination, which allows them to get their um, proficiency bonus again on a roll anytime before I tell them whether or not they succeed. You can also buy them. Uh, oh, I got another Hurt Me More. Uh, so after last game, we will be allowing uh, Determination to uh, roll over a maximum of one per player, though. Uh, so uh, does anyone remember whether or not they had Determination or anyone jot it down? I have one. You have one? Mike, you said you had one. Yes. Robin, you do not have one. Uh, I think I had I had one. Mm. I don't think I used it. I okay. think I'm the only one that used determination last game. I don't think no, I did any rolls. I did as no, well. I, did, yeah. I did, but someone bought me more. Uh, I think I yeah, I think I did it as well, and I think I oh, another one. Okay. Uh, so you'll be starting with those, so I trust you on that. You also will be refreshing your inspiration that you get once per game session. Uh, again, Check our home rules on our wiki if you want to know additional things about how the players spend. Uh, one last thing. Um, I am proposing that we change a rule um, according to something that I saw the other day. And it's this, it's a longstanding, like, should they, shouldn't they? Holy crap. Precarious just Precarious. subbed like. Oh my goodness. Is that, what is it, like 20 subs? What the hell, yeah. man? Precarious. Oh, oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you, man. That's amazing. Oh my God. Breck, you're great. Breck, it's Breck, good to see you great. here too. We missed you. Yeah, we've missed you so much. Like seriously, not not just because you buy all the subs, but like seriously, like it's you're really great. good to see you because you're what always an entrance, such a great Breck. What and an it's going to be great. So uh, Bracarius will also be in the community panel uh, along with uh, his uh, cousin Joe on Sunday night at Dorkex this weekend. So. Uh, so to cut through this, thank you very much for that. I'm really excited. And we are going to talk a little bit more during the break. Hopefully you'll still be awake because I know you're a night owl over on the eastern eastern seaboard. Um, my proposed rule is that uh, death saves are no longer rolled by the player. Oh, I saw that video and I thought it was excellent. And I will not tell you if you succeed or not. The idea but behind this is that, uh, Amy, you take an arrow to the chest and go down. No one knows how long it is before you die. Yeah. Um, so there's I do also appreciate that, considering the luck of my dice. Because the way you roll, yes. Uh, now, this, roll. Now, this, now, this is a game. This is, this is our game, not just my game. So I'm going to put it to a vote. You can do this. Uh, you can privately message me in the Zoom chat, or you can do a uh, just a public show of hands. I don't care. Um... I guess we should probably choose before you do it, just in case, you know, because then no one's just like one person sends me a message. Um, but does anybody see any problem with this? It is a little more dice rolling for me, but I think it raises the drama and tension. Question. Yes. Like if we get in that 20, will that just be like, yeah, you will tell us. I'm assuming you'd tell us that because we'd pop up, right? You, Yeah. If you get in that 20, 
then obviously. Basically, you will not know the results of the death saves until the results are in. It's going to be like the last election all over again. Like, it just like, oh, just you're on the edge of your seat being like, are we dead or alive? Um, no one knows. Mm. No one knows. We know now. Um, mm. But uh, so, yeah. Uh, how do people feel about that? I'm I'm OK with it personally, but yeah. I could go either yeah. way. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm OK with it. I'm fine. It does. It raises drama is my thing, because last episode we had a lot of people going. Well, last episode of uh, uh, Rhyme of the Frostmaid, we had a lot of people dropping down and then making decisions based on whether or not someone was about to pop out because they had more mm. successes than failures. Gotcha. So I think that this eliminates metagaming. Mm. Or at least eliminates that facet of metagaming. I feel like it would be good as long as if, say, we were adding, like, a check of, like, hey, does it look like she's bleeding out fast? You would kind of tell us? Um, Might do a medicine check for that. So if you're doing like- a medicine check, though, you can stabilize with the roll. That's true. True. So, yeah. like, if you're already in that position, mm-hmm. then you might as well. I will describe the situation as as gorily as possible. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, so another thing that I... Okay. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to try it. And if it turns out to not be palatable, we can always change it back. Okay. Okay. Sounds um, good to me. Cool. Uh, the last thing that I'm going to propose that we do, and this isn't a rules change, this is just a general statement. I'm really tired of giving you guys shoulder injuries and things like that because you take a d6 of damage. Uh, So from now on, uh, I need two things. Number one, you're going to describe your actions to the point of contact, but not including the contact itself. Okay? So when you make an attack, you, you know, you take a nice swipe, you, you dodge forward, rolling, and bring your blade up to meet at the ribs and and then i finish your sentence basically based on whether or not you hit uh when i go to hit you unless it's doing actual severe damage to you uh it is going to be like cuts bruises uh dodging out of the way you still take the hit point damage because your hit points are basically luck points Mm -hmm. right uh and when you take actual damage you're in your last legs or about to take a death save okay how does that sound Sure. Sounds good. Yeah. It means that you guys feel a lot more like Han Solo and a lot less like uh, SpongeBob the Barbarian, you know, just absorbing all of the damage moistly. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yes. Okay. So oh, chat is suggesting uh, maybe if they fail the medicine check, you can give them. Yeah. I mean, like if they try, if they tr- if somebody goes up and performs a medicine check, that'll be different. But someone just casually glancing at the ground and being like, well, he's bleeding a lot. Yeah, he probably is. I think is. that needs to be stated <laughs> in all the games, though, because I think most people forget that they can do a medicine check. Yeah. So, reminder, yeah. Because it gets stabilize. left to, like, Malia to go and hit Spare the Dying a lot, and I have to sacrifice my action to go res somebody. Yeah, I didn't actually know you could you could uh, stabilize with a medicine check. You can also uh, cure poisoning and other things. So what I suggest is uh, there's a book that you should probably all look through. What's that? I don't know what that is. I don't is. know. I haven't read it enough either, to be fair. Um, so <laughs> wait, and, you look at wait, it, you the, learn the, something this, new. This is a book? This is, <laughs> but hopefully oh, not toilet paper. Island. I bought you that for your birthday. There's a reason that Vincent doesn't get to touch this. I'm Kelly. Nice to meet you. Good. Uh, so good to see you. All right. So um, we are uh, going to be starting in just a second. Does anybody have anything that they would like to bring up before we jump in? 
All right. I don't think Varys wearing armor. <laughs> I I think that you're. I think you normally wear leather armor anyway, don't you? Yeah, but she went out in a date outfit. I mean, a leather mm. armor is bit like I've seen your character portrait. It's basically a leather corset. Yeah, it's fair. Okay. Like, come on. Close enough. We we. I was, think, I was thinking about that on the drive to work this morning. <laughs> I love this weighs that heavily on your mind. I think that everybody is wearing as much armor as they normally would because, like, like Leiden is wearing. I mean, Ivy went out to hunt, so she's yeah. full kitted up and ready to go. And then she, Lugari uh, has determined that Leiden's got uh, her her weapons, so. It's true. And this we is a militaristic empire. People, like, armor's fashionable, mm. dude. Yeah. That's like, fair. You can but flirt I also, with I figure that mail. Claudette's wearing hers because this was, like, a job. Yeah. That's true. So she had to go out properly equipped. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, guys. So here comes the first combat of the game. Last time on Reign of Emrys, you all traveled uh, across the city to go to a speakeasy slash fighting den slash bar called The Butchery. For various reasons, you were brought there. One of you was delivering a letter to a young man named Dirk saying that his brother had died on the front line. Another was there hunting a creature that escaped from the Royal, pardon me, the Imperial Science Academy. Another was there fighting. Another was there celebrating. And actually, two of you were going to deliver the letter, but one of you was going to protect the other. After doing what you had to do, watching a fight and enjoying your night, you headed out. It was getting late, and you decided to head back home. Or resume your hunt. Each of you moved through the city streets, going in roughly the same direction toward where the cable cars that would take you back up toward the various districts were. As you cut across a large courtyard, the cobblestones slick with rain, you noticed that there was something new. Some of you did, anyway. Where before, in the center of this courtyard, there was just a monolith. A marker for all of the veterans of some war that is beyond your recollection or care. Now there was a statue atop of it, of a tall, mustached man riding a horse. As one of you paused to look at it, confused why the statuary had changed, suddenly the horse's tail bristled and split, and instead there was a creature with the body of a puma, long, segmented tendrils reaching away from its spine with barbed suckers on the end, and where there should be a cat's mouth was instead dripping acidic tentacles and the beak of a squid. And uh, as that happened, uh, it lashed out and grabbed one of your compatriots, um, an NPC who was out drinking with you from the foundry, cracked her head against the cobblestones, and that is where we called game with her taking a significant amount of damage. Uh, and with that, I think that I need everybody here to, um, let's see, I think, I think you got, oh yeah, I spent to surprise you all. So can I please get an initiative roll off of everybody? Um, should we introduce ourselves? Oh yes, you're right. We probably should. Uh, but before we uh, before we jump right in, roll your initiative, and what we'll do is uh, we'll I'll take your initiative, and uh, you can explain yourself then. Okay. God. Sorry, I'm so excited to run this game that I forgot. Right? About, I forgot about who you guys are. 
Okay. I think you were so excited about getting um, the idea put to us to pitch yeah. the idea of yeah. get save stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. true. Uh, all right. So, uh, anybody get above twenty? Yes. Did you actually? I got twenty-two. I actually did. I got a nineteen Same. on my roll. Me I too. Got twenty-two. Twenty-two. Wait, did you all get twenty-two? I have a plus, have a plus three. Me plus too. Four. Okay, so you okay, go first. Okay. So. Okay, hold on. So I guess I... Caitlin and I have to like rock paper scissors this roll or something. Off. Roll off. Uh, so normally you'd go first, but, uh, yeah, do rock, paper, scissors. Oh, God. <laughs> rock. No, just, I just, just do, do it off camera. Off? Okay, just, just do a roll off. That's fine. Okay, thank you. You just do it off camera and raise your hand when I say raise, but okay. Oh. Oh, I, yeah, that makes like, sense. Like, seriously? <laughs> like, but you've the- never called it that way. You just tell us to do it, and we can't do it without seeing each other, so. All right, all right, all right. Do a roll off. Okay. 18. 9. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Uh, so. Ivy. Then Claudette. Then Talfren. Uh, and then, what did you have, Amy? Mm-hmm. Take a wild guess. Was it in that one? <laughs> no, it was a two, so I get three. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And cool. what'd you get, um, what'd you get, friend? Mike? Uh, I got 19. 19. Okay. I should probably roll two. Probably. Okay. I like that three of us rolled 19. That's ridiculous. I rolled an 18, technically, because oh, I had okay. a plus four. Uh, but it still went to 22. <laughs> uh, and what's Amy's character's name? It is... Leiden. Leiden. Nobody spelled, knows what it is. Spell, spelled in a way that's impossible to pronounce. All right. <laughs> Damn you, Celtic spelling persons. You should... All right. Her last name is the one that's impossible to pronounce. Yeah, that one I don't know. All right. Uh, so, welcome to the Reign of Emery's. Um, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. Uh, so, I'm, of course, Kelly, the Dungeon Master. We already heard about me. Uh, hello, Christine. Hello, I'm Christine, and I'm playing Claudette Ophelia Belmont, the Wizard Blade Singer. All right. Hello, Amy. Hello, I am Amy, and I am playing Leiden and Merov, the uh, Cle- ASMR Cleric of the Grave. All right. Hello, Caitlin. Hello. Uh, my name is Caitlin, and I'm playing Talfrin Pridery, uh, Barbarian. Hello, Mike. Hey, everyone. I'm Mike. I'm playing Very Soulstar. She is our halfling artificer. And hello, Robin. Hello, everyone. I'm Robin, and I'm playing Ivy, the Tiefling <laughs> Bloodhunter. <laughs> All right. And well, that's right. That, I'm human. <laughs> yes, I'm also... Telfrin's also human, and I always forget to say that, but yes, he's human. All right. So uh, with that, I think it is time to start this. Uh, All right. I'm excited to hurt you guys. (laughs) I'm excited to try this out. Me too. Here we go. The creature rolls above you, its body shifting. Convalescing, covalescing, surging. It looks down at you and once more smashes the halfling girl's head against the ground. You hear a sickening crack. And at this point, it's going to turn. You are all there. So if I remember correctly, the square was set up like this. There was a break at the top of it that had Claudette and Leiden at it, about 30 feet away from this statue. Talfrin, 
and the two halflings were right here, so that includes Vary, and then Ivy was about 30 feet behind trailing. So that means that Talfrin and Vary, I need both of you to make me a deck save right now as this creature rears back. The tentacles lift up out of its mouth and from a small sack under its lips begins to spray a hissing, stinking acid at you. Uh, I, oh, I like this. Dice. I got... I got a 22. 15. 22, 15. All right. Sounds good. So you are going to be able to jump out of the way. Each of you is going to take half damage on this. Oh, that is... Oh, God, really? Uh, Each of you is going to take one point of acid damage. I literally rolled two ones. (laughs) Oh, no. Acid sprays over you and uh, begins to sizzle through the side of your flesh. Uh, that is also going to be, uh, it is going to spray completely on to the halfling girl on the ground, uh, Anka, and begin to sis, uh, to hiss and sizzle through her body. Uh, a moment later, you can see the inside of her scalp as her brains begin to dissolve. She is dead. And now we are at the beginning of the combat round. Uh, This thing is going to uh, use its movement. You are surprised, so you cannot act. So it is going to leap behind you. Uh, So basically, it lunges over top of you, uh, landing uh, 10 feet behind you. Basically, uh, so 10 feet behind you and 20 feet in front of Ivy, where she is approaching from the south. And let us go ahead and start this. Ivy, it's your turn. This thing is 20 feet ahead of you. It's tendrils. Twitch in the breeze. Okay, so Ivy's gonna see this. She's gonna take a little smile to herself and say, hello, 19. And then she'll pull out her scimitar and she's going to very deftly cut herself on across her like upper forearm. And you're gonna see Blood start to trickle out, and so the blade is going to have this like crackling energy kind of circumference as she will ignite her crimson right, and I will be doing an extra 1d4 lightning damage, but I will roll my my die to subtract my own hit points, because that's what a blood hunter does. That's great. Jesus. So uh, let's hope I roll low on my d4 I, for We'll myself. find out. Ooh, that's a three. So I will take three points of damage for myself, but I get that extra. Uh, so I do that as my bonus action, then she'll run forward and take a stabby at him. Sounds good. I want you to go ahead and uh, make me an attack roll. Cool. Okay, let's go. As you approach, what'd you get? Natural 20. Did you really? Okay. Yeah. All right, go ahead and roll me. Oh my god, yes. Yes, Lindorm dice. Yes, Lindorm dice. <laughs> All right. Okay, so... 14, then... Uh, would I double my d4 You double extra? all dice. All dice! Oh! <laughs> beautiful. Let me get I know, right? Four. It's pretty great. Okay, so then... First nat 20 of the game, guys. At least first nat 20 in combat. So good job. Yeah. So it's um, 14 points of piercing damage. Okay. And then 
three points of lightning damage. Okay, that's a solid hit. Uh, as you surge forward, you slash into its flank, uh, spilling blood out. And as the lightning courses through its body, it's going to let out a horrible roar. Uh, I am going to use my reaction uh, to uh, make me a strength save. Okay. I don't add anything to strength. Oh, I missed that. Um, that's in, okay. What'd you get? I got another nat twenty. Did you actually? All right, I it is going did. to it is going to lean back, open its mouth again, and its tongue is going to lash out, striking one of the cobblestones next to your feet, shattering it into dust. Uh, but you are going to be already in the air, leaping to the side with trained expertise. All right, behind you, uh, Claudette, it is your turn. You are about 40 feet away from this creature right now. Okay. Um, she is going to kind of shout a little in shock and draw her rapier for the blade song and activate that as a bonus action. And uh, with her other hand is going to cast Ray of Frost. Okay, so uh, Ray of Frost. Um, and that's just an attack roll, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Damn it. That would have been useful. Um, so, that's, so that is 21 to hit. Okay, that's a hit. And it does a D8. Uh, so that's six points of frost cold damage. And... Um, its speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of my next turn. All right, sounds, so the start of your next turn, I've got that circled. Beautiful, so as you draw and enter the blade song, a ray of frost fires from your hand and strikes it in the flank, uh, freezing part of its legs to the ground. Yeah, so I'm thinking that's a very bluish white Sounds ray. good. All right, Talfrin, you are up. I uh, just saw the halfling. She is melting in front of you. Yeah, I'm going to rage. That sounds like a good idea. And I'm going to swing at it blindly with my great sword. Sounds good. Go ahead. Are you doing a reckless attack? That's a really good question. Am I doing reckless? You know what? Yeah. All right. Good luck. Thanks. Good job. Uh. Sixteen? Sixteen is gonna be a hit, roll me damage. Nice. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh eight. Eight points of damage, just and this yeah. is slashing, right? Uh it is, yeah. All right. Uh, so swinging your blade down, you are going to splash the ground with blood as you draw it through the back of this one's hind legs. Um, it's going to snarl very. What do you do? Okay, well, she just saw her date get melted, and she's not happy about that one bit. Um, she, she, she probably, probably let out a, a, a little scream, and then she's going to go, well, hey, fuck this shit. And she is going to uh, point her finger at it and cast Chaos Bolt on it. Okay. Uh, so that is going to be a 17 to hit. Okay, that will hit. Okay. 
Now let me just roll this out. This is my first time using this. Ooh, solid. Um, all right, so that's going to be fire damage. Okay. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Um, yeah, that's going to be 14 points of fire damage as this spell um, kind of coalesces at the tip of her finger. Okay. Uh, and then just like zigzags through the air towards the the thing, whatever it is. Okay, sounds and good. And then as a bonus action, uh, she is going to direct her little bunny, flying bunny, mm-hmm. uh, to make an attack against it. Um. And so he is going to make a ranged attack as well. This is force strike. And um, just to clarify things, homunculus servant uh, initiative is always uh, immediately after the character. Okay. All right, and he's going to get 19 to hit. Okay. And that is... Uh, so one th- actually uh, one thing real quick, yes. Uh, because this happens before you do that. Um, as uh, as you strike him uh, with the fire, as you strike this thing with the fire, uh, it is going to split into three different beasts. Oh, cool! Uh, so what I need you to do is I need you to roll me a uh, roll me a d4 rerolling fours. A d4 rerolling fours. Yeah, to see which one you hit. Okay. Basically, as uh, your fire hits it, it's going to mirage out into three pulsing beasts, all snarling. Okay, well, that's really cool. Um, and it, I rolled a three. Okay, sounds good. Uh, go ahead and roll me roll me damage. Damage coming right up. Uh, that's going to be five force damage. Sounds good. So what does that look like? Um, so basically, he's, uh, he's going to... We're within 30 feet of this thing, right? Mm-hmm. You're within 10 feet. Okay, cool. We're within 10 oh, you're feet. at 10 feet. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so yeah, she's going She's going to point at this thing. It's gonna. That's going to go off, and then she's going to tell him to attack, and he's going to basically like fly up a little bit, and uh, basically he's just going to go like, and just like flap his wings at it, and okay. it's surprisingly strong. Okay. Uh, as you do, that one is going to blow away into nothingness. Cool. Two of them remain. And it's its turn. So, uh, Talfrin. Okay. Uh, so, Talfrin, that is going to be... So, let's see. It's going to be one on Talfrin. Um, let's see. You're far away. You're right there. Uh, Talfrin... Ivy, oh, Jesus, uh, and holy crap, I got three 19s in a row on each of you. Wow. Uh, that's great. Okay, Talfrin, uh, you are going to take, uh, that's going to be six levels of piercing damage as one of the tentacles swipes across you. It's gonna only going to be three because of your rage. Just, just take three? Just take three because you're in rage. You have all non-magical damage. Ooh, you're right. All right. It's going to spin around. Um, 
and is going to slash across uh, across your uh, midsection, tearing some of your clothing, Ivy, as you jump away. You're going to take six hit points. And uh, very, uh, it's going to be seven hit points as it launches toward your face with one of its tentacles. Uh, you are going to be able to dodge out of the way. Um, but by God, if that didn't almost take a piece of your a piece of your um, your nose directly off your face. That was seven, correct? That was seven. Uh, and cool. I am going to spend a hurt the more uh, to activate my displacement. Uh, from here on in, you have disadvantage against me because both of these targets begin to blur. Oh, that's so cool. I try. Leah, Leiden, you're up. Yikes. Okay. I still have um, one hurt them more. <laughs> yay. So did the damage attacking these things seem like it was working or was it only partially effective? It looked like it was fairly effective. If you'd like to use okay. your bonus action to make a perception roll. Sure. I'll do that, because it'll determine whether or not I use my child divinity or not. Sounds good. Uh, Perception is a 16. 16? It, it made the loudest noise when struck by electricity. Hmm. Interesting. Well, um, I'm still going to use my child divinity, because why not? So so that, as an action, choose a creature you can see within 30 feet of me, cursing okay. it to the end of my t- my next turn. Next time me or an ally hits that creature with an attack, it's vulnerable to all of the attack's damage. Oh, damn. All of it. Okay, yes. so you'll have to move about at least 10 feet forward to do this? Yeah. Okay. So she'll move forward 10 feet and she will extend a hand, one hand, the other one will grasp her holy symbol and she will say a brief, pr- like utter a brief prayer and you'll see like mist and some glowing lights arise around her and then it will like assemble her hand and sort of just zoom and... Yeah, and it'll be club like that little like kind of spooky hazy thing going on. In the background, you might hear a little bit of "Beyond the Mortis, Mortis, like echoing in the background around you, maybe. Yeah, sort of like a lower like whisper that kind of you can't quite make out what's it's being said. All right, uh, two points of so Robin, you have a point of determination now, and looks like two pieces were bought, so someone else will have to take the other one. All right. Uh, back at the top of the initiative, we have Ivy. Ivy, you are up at the beginning. There is a light Soul. cloud of. There is a light. Soul cloud. did indicate Ivy. Uh, yes, but there were two purchased. Yeah. Oh, okay. You can only ever have one. I see. All right. So uh, there is a, a light mist dusting the ground. Um, Ivy, you're up. Okay. So. I want to use another, I want to use my blood maledict curse. Okay. And I don't know, cause it says, uh, as a bonus action, you can curse a creature that you see within 30 feet of you to painfully swell until the end of your next turn. For the duration of this curse, the tree creature has disadvantage on strength and dexterity checks and suffers 1d8 necrotic damage if it makes more than one melee or ranged attack during its turn. Um, would that, would I have to choose which creature I'm aiming it at for that curse to take effect or? Sorry, can you repeat that real quick? I was responding to something. Okay, yeah. So it's like, as a bonus action, I can curse a creature. Yeah. So So a, cre- a creature is a an individual creature. Yeah, so I have to choose one of the displacer beasts and hopefully it's the right one. Yep. <sighs> it does. It's not a blanket. It. Okay. <laughs> I guess I will just roll it. I will roll it. You should roll it. Also, roll uh, it. 
thank you to everybody who's buying determination in the chat. Um, this is just an excuse. All of you should start spending your determination so that you can get regain the one that was just bought. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can, can we add determination to our attack rolls as well? Uh, yeah, you can add it to any cool. d20 roll. Cool. Except a death save. Okay, so Displacer Beast 2. I will try and sh Ivy will hold up her hand and kind of mutter some words in a bizzle and okay. cast this curse. Okay. Does it uh, start to spell at all? Uh, do I have a save at all? Nope. It's just, it's a curse. Oh, damn. Yep. Uh, you, one of them will start to swell. Yes. Which one is it? Uh, the one that you targeted. Cool. I'm going to also attack that one now cool. for my action. Uh, both of them will suddenly start to swell. Uh, and they are now indistinguishable from each other. That's the way Shit. the power works. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> now they're both swollen, though, which means that's going to suck for them. Yeah. Um, I will I will attack okay. the one that I cursed and see if it goes well. Sounds good. Uh, also, do me, do me a favor. Roll me a d4. Okay. And tell me what you get. Four. Okay, sounds good. Uh, basically, it's a just for you, so you guys understand. This power is a constant shell game. The one that you you cast on is immediately not the one you cast on a second ago, or maybe it is. Oh, okay. So cool. every targeted action reshuffles. Is it. different. Oh, yeah. Cool. 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 That's awesome. Because that, it's magic. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Okay, so oh yeah, she's gonna go for the same one that she cursed. You're gonna try to anyway. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna try. Yeah. Okay, so you have disadvantage. Yep. Okay, I will use my determination. Okay. Um, see if this squeaks by. Uh, it is a 13 hit. A 13 hits. Yes! <laughs> okay. I will roll that, plus my lightning as well. It was not expecting that, nor was I. <laughs> it's great. I love Bloodhunter class. Um, yeah, I will, okay, so. Again. Yeah. It's so for the curse is for the duration of this curse. So until my next turn, mm -hmm. um, the creature has disadvantage on strength and dexterity ability checks, mm -hmm. suffers 1d8 necrotic damage if it makes more than one melee or ranged attack okay. during its turn. Sounds good. And also, uh, let me know what your damage is. Yes, it is a for the piercing. It's going to be a third. Nope. 10. It's going to be 10 for the piercing and then one for the lightning. Okay. What kind of weapon are you using? I'm using a... Scimitar. Oh, you're using a scimitar. So you're old max? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Amy, is that all incoming damage on an attack? Yeah. It's all... Hold on. I'll double check it, but it said, yeah, like all... It's, okay. Uh, so... Yeah. It's all... It's vulnerable to all of the attack's damage. Okay. Uh, so I'm actually going to round up on this then. So that was 10 damage, 11 damage. Uh, that will be two, 12. Uh, that'll be 24 points of damage. That is a phenomenal hit. Uh, you are going to strike directly into this thing's face, slicing off a couple of its green tendrils that are dripping from its maw, knocking them to the ground. Uh, it is going to spend my other hurt the more. Uh, mm -hmm. And is going to dive at you in that moment. Uh, cool. And I am going to make three attacks against you. I am going to spend the hurt the more to bump my initiative. Oh. How many hit points do you have? 
13. Okay. It surges forward with with this unknown alacrity, uh, and you are going to be struck not once, not twice, but three times. What's your armor class again? Remind me, it is at least a... 16. 16, yeah. Okay. And that is going to be three times then. So that is going to be... Uh, I. It is a blur of motion. This thing, this creature, is incredibly powerful, incredibly fast. It slices, it slices into you with its fangs, well, with its, with its, uh, with its fanged, um, fang tendrils, uh, and you are going to see the world go red as you collapse to your knees. Shit. Uh, and that is its turn. It also needs to roll a d8. Ah, balls. <laughs> uh, that's an eight. Um, <laughs> ha ha ha! Take that necrotic damage. Damn. All right, Claudette, it is your turn. What do you do? Okay, um, she is going to, again, target with um, a ray of frost. Sounds good. All right, go ahead and make me an attack roll. And uh, uh, 15. 15, and do me a favor, roll me a d4. Three. Okay, uh, 15 is a hit. Okay, uh, that is seven damage. So that is cold damage, and it loses 10 feet of speed. As this thing tears into this strange tiefling woman, stripping some of the flesh and basically um, just smashing her into the ground, um, it is going to surge forward, and one of the tendrils is actually going to puncture directly into the side of her chest, dropping her to the ground. Uh, as it does so, you are just a moment, like half second too late to prevent this as the ice fires out from your finger, striking this thing directly in the head. Talfrin, make me an attack. All right, I am pissed off and reckless attacking again. Uh, I got a 19, so... Perfect. Got... Okay, then uh, this is totally fine. Um, as you run forward, Talfrin... Uh, yeah. You are going to see the ice spreading down the body from the impact. The second displacer beast fusion creature vanishes. And you are able to bring your sword down. The body explodes into chunks of frozen meat. Congratulations. <sighs> good. He's going to stab it again for good measure. <laughs> It it is it is extra dead. Excellent. <laughs> um, Vary's going to instruct <sighs> the now. I guess now now that I guess we're we're out of initiative then, right? Cool. Making a death save for Ivy. Cool. Um, and Leiden's gonna head over and cast Spare the Dying on her oh, because I have you. that as a cantrip. Oh, so, and bonus action. Okay, I was gonna You're, get the bunny too, but okay, I thought you well. So what? Uh, so you're casting Spare the Dying through the bunny? I was gonna cast Spare the Dying through the bunny. Okay. It was, it was gonna fly over and land uh, land on Ivy's chest and and start playing, uh, um, like playing on it like drums. Okay. All right. So very, you're a little higher in the initiative. So the bunny's gonna land before Leah Leah gets over there. Um, so Ivy, you are not dead. Yay. Uh, but you're not conscious at the moment. Okay. Cool. Very's gonna run over to Anka. 
And obviously she's dead. Claudette? What is that? She's going to kind of go over and prod it with her rapier. And uh, I want to make like stay back. an arcane <laughs> arcana check on it. Sure, go ahead. Uh, do be careful. These these things are odd. Monsters. Aiden will cautiously approach. Uh, nothing that you've ever seen before. The creature looking, well, the creature destroyed on the ground is a mix of a number of creatures. Parts displacer beast, part perhaps Frogemoth? It's difficult to say. That right there is Demon Slug? Well, that's odd. What is this thing? Leiden, come look at this. It's a weird amalgamation of things. Yeah. Leiden will take a look quickly. Cursory look and she doesn't Whatever know this it is, sort of it's stuff. a monster. Claudette is going to start pointing out all the different features. <laughs> okay, well, it looks like it's not going to move. So I'm going to go take a look at our new friend here. And Leiden's going to flip, oh, yes, like, yes. go look at the others and see who looks most damaged. The one who's unconscious on the ground. Yeah, so she's going to go help that person out. With my And she's got zero, right? Like she's just at zero? She's at zero, yeah. Perfect. So I'm going to cast Cure Wounds, which, because she's at zero, gets max healing. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Grave clerics so are wonderful. They're great. That's awesome. Nice. So eight plus four should be 12. So she'll heal 12 hit points. Woo! Okay. And that's all my spells. Seeing that um, Ivy is being taken care of, uh, Telfern will walk over to... Uh, to Claudette and what so explain all the parts to me well so this bit looks like it's from one of those demonic sluggy things and that is part of one of those and that's displacer beast and that I... does anyone mind if I take its head what's I... left of it maybe rise slowly well. and lead yes. will help Help, uh, help Ivy get to her feet. Yes, thank you for that. Um, Very odd. It was hmm. tougher than I thought. You know what this thing is? Roughly. I was sent to make it end. But maybe take it slow. Yes. Okay. I appreciate that. Did we that. make this? It is... Classified. Hmm. Classified and causing trouble for other people, I see. Yes. Is there anything else that's classified that we should know about? Not that you need to know. Yes. I appreciate the help. Apparently, I couldn't have done it without you. Are you all alright? Yeah, I'm fine. Aiden's gonna head over to Anka's body. <clears throat> very, very is upset. Is is very right next to her? Yeah. Okay, she'll put a, a hand on your shoulder and like we'll we'll kneel down and say a few brief prayer to the orphan. 
This day was going so well. Now it's not. Know her very well, but she was very kind. She was very fun. She was very she was very good at work. And she's a good friend. She walks with the orphan now. Yeah. Well. What do we do? Crux, stop stop bugging that 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 lady. Come over here. The 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 uh the bun bat will uh, that's just been like chilling in front of Ivy. Just kind of like oof. I've here, just been like and... staring it down for the past bit, like and, not and sure. As, as soon as as soon as it hears its name, it's gonna go oop and what is that thing? That's that's Crux. Did you make it? Yes, I make I made him. Leiden's gonna poke it. It's just gonna go. You? He's very nice. Uh, we should get going somewhere. Uh, what? Here, I'll I'll help you carry your friend to the to a temple of the orphan. Okay, thank you. I'm I'm very small. Oh, you are. Who picks Another... up the pieces? Leiden will do her best. The body's light. But I will kind of spear some of them. <laughs> Uh, the body of the displacer thing. I said Ivy's gonna try and take off the rest of what's left of its head. Okay. Because that's what she was told. Most of the head is shattered, but you'll be able to get the face at least and the mandibles. Um, Claudette, you're going to be able to poke around in its corpse. There are some strange things inside, but uh, if you're investigating it though, can you make me a um, make me either a medicine check? Or a hmm, investigation check. I'm gonna make investigation. Okay. Ooh, and I rolled a 19, so that is 24. As you are looking at it, you are going to notice that on the inside of one of its shattered ears is a tattoo. Simple. I-19. Does it look like kind of like a government experiment tattoo or something? It, it looks like a government branding, yes. Didn't the know ink there was is a government lab here. Rain begins to drizzle around the pavilion around you. Ugh. The body of the halfling girl is light. It's barely. 15 pounds by the time you get it inside of... What are you using to carry it? You don't want to touch it with your flesh. The skin has started to dissolve and putrefy. Is there a cloak or a robe somewhere that... Like, I... Calvin will offer his coat. Sure, I will wrap her in your coat. Okay. Yeah. And uh, for clarity, the um, 
the tattoo inside is I dash XIX. Emery and numerals. Hmm. Uh, so, Amy, uh, Leiden's going to start walking towards the uh, Temple of the Orphan? That's the plan. Okay, Unless there's cool. something else I. Unless the DM thinks there's something I would think of otherwise as the character. I think it's probably sense. probably what you'd want to do. Yeah. Okay. okay. And that's what uh, we'll do. That's see, seeing that, uh, Vary is just going. Vary's going to walk up to Talfin, and kind of just kind of just look up and at him and be like, "Well, I'm sorry, but I don't think that our night is going to end the same way that I wanted it to earlier." I don't think it's going to end the same way I wanted it to either, but I'd like to walk you home. Thank you. Uh, sir, what were your names? Oh, I'm very, um, Veritrix, Soulstar. And Talfrin. Talfrin. I'm Lidin and Marath. Thank you for your assistance, I guess. Did you want to accompany me to the temple? I'll just, I'll look over at Vary. Um, how far, how far is it? There's a small one inside of this district, probably about half a mile away. It's in a, it's in a different direction from, uh, from your house, but. How close to dawn is it, Kelly? Uh, right now, it was a little past midnight before, so I'd say it's it's approaching about midnight, uh, about 1230, 1240. Okay. Ivy will be like, I'm Ivy, and uh, I can accompany you folks for to the temple as well. Hmm. I'd, I'd like to come to come to the temple. But, um, Claudette, please, yeah. please stop poking at monster corpses. Nothing's so gross. It's weird, though. Lead in. This is an opportunity. Mm. Mm, I've heard that before. Fine. She's gonna finish, like, writing a few notes in her book. (laughs) (laughs) I should probably try to dispose of this. Not leave this mess out in the courtyard. Maybe melt it or immolate the remains? Yes. I don't know where we could do that. Would you light it on fire or? Fire might be good. Thunder rolls across the clouds above you, obscuring the moons from view. The clouds are the color of iron ingots. Do you have anything to light a fire? Uh, Vary's going to firebolt the thing. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> She's just going to be like, you know, I'm, I'm done with you. And Oh, very nicely done. Thank you. I'm small, but I can hold my own in most cases. No, clearly, clearly. Sorry for the loss of your friend. Thank you. I'm sorry I failed. I was not that supposed to let this happen. Gotta get a perception roll off of everyone. Yep. Okie dokie. Sure. 
Dirty 20. Sounds good. 15. 15? Looking for. Cool. 12. 16. Ooh, I'll use my determination. Sounds good. Talfrin. 14. uh, (laughs) You are the only one who doesn't hear this, but in the distance, there will be the slight chopping sound coming through the air of mechanized guard units. The aerial division. The wind riders. The town guard will be here soon. Riding those strange personal devices that lift them into the air. Best not to be here. We should get going. Agreed. Let's go. Follow you. I will take her shawl and kind of wrap the head up in it so it's not like walking around with the head. And uh, Leiden will lead the way to the Temple of the Orphan. The sound of the rotor blades coming down into the square echoes as you leave. And soon you will find yourselves heading down the tight corridors of Old Duchesne. The buildings here are old stucco, clay and stone and brickwork. The buildings sway and lean drunkenly toward each other, some cases glowing, probably growing together at the second floor, creating false alleys, dead ends, a bit of a labyrinth, but some of you have been here often enough or grew up here. It was a hell of a place to play tag as a child. It's not long, about 10 minutes into your walk, you will round a corner and find a small, humble temple. The thunder rolls ahead again and you can see the symbol of the orphan, the skull inside of the wheel or ball, depending on what you believe, over a small storefront. The front door is glass and propped open against the cold. And inside you can see candlelight, glowing orangely. The entire place can't be more than probably 50 feet deep and about 30 feet wide. Do you head inside? Yes. Okay. Gary is just following lead, basically. As you head inside, the sound of distant rain fades into the background. The cold begins to leach through your veins, but there's warmth glowing from the rows of candles along the pews here. The thunder in the distance is almost comforting, a reminder that something is watching from above. And inside of this room, you will see uh, it is mostly barren, actually. Uh, Simple pews, uh, candles lit along, as well as different um, different vestments and and, uh, tapestries of the orphan. At the front, cleaning the altar, is an old gnomish woman. Must be in her 400s. For she looks old, something not normally found to uh, to occur to gnomes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And just a quick reminder, gnomes uh, actually generally revere the orphan more than anyone else for some reason. Kind of strange. Mm. Interesting. As you enter, she'll look over her shoulder and say, Good evening. It's a bit late, but good to have you. Good evening. May he walk with you? What can I do for you tonight? You, uh... Mm. You smell of death. We do, yeah. Um, this one, and she'll lift the body she's carrying a little to sort of show it. Oh. Met a unfortunate end tonight. I see. Well. Let me find something a little better for her than that. Careful. Whatever. What. There's something on the skin that is harmful. What did this? Something I'd never seen before. Something foul. It has been dealt with, so you needn't worry. It is quite dead. Good. Sure of it. Good. Well, um, one moment, please. With that, she'll head over and grab a, a long, long sheet from one of the cupboards behind the altar. Lay it on the ground. Um, if you wouldn't mind, please help me wrap this. Oh, of course. We'll go ahead and assist in whatever rites or... Now, Leiden, you know that the inside of this sheet, this type of burial shroud, is particularly uh, designed to not leak fluid. Mm-hmm. It keeps blood or any other type of, uh, of chemical inside. And as you slowly wrap up the body, it's very difficult for any of you to really pay attention to the face, for there isn't much of one left. Half of it is still pristine and doll-like. The other half is... No, not there anymore. You say a brief prayer, prayer, and um, she nods. If you'd like, you can leave her with me. I'll make sure that the proper authorities are notified. If you provide the name, and we'll give her the correct. Um, did she wish for a burial or a cremation? We never talked about death. I don't know. But she will give her full name. Hmm. Cremation it is, then, as is the way. Good. Um, I'm sorry for your loss. But know that this girl walks in a better place now with better company than we share. Yeah. She goes to the golden fields. She walks among the wheat. Thank you for taking care of her. Audette will kind of get closer to everything and um, offer a little purse of four services. You're very kind. Miss Belmont. Uh, she didn't deserve that. 
Aiden will leave a, a gold in the if there's a donation bin or platter. <laughs> you are quite quite kind as well, Aiden. Alfred will follow suit and leave a gold. Yeah, as well. Ivy will as well throw a gold in. <laughs> what did we get her name? The uh, she did not give you her name, but she knows yours. Yeah. Well, that makes fair enough. If you need He's... anything, feel free to come back. Very well. Also, toss a, toss a few gold in. A motherly grad. Pleasure to meet you, Leiden. And I'm thank sorry, you for your donation, Mother Leafgrad. Leafgrad. Okay. Of course. Thank you for your assistance. Especially so late. Mm, I'm not much for sleeping. Hmm. Too much work to do around here in elbow grease. True enough. Congratulations on your ordainment. Thank you. Hmm. Oh, that's going to lean into your back a bit, Leiden. She's a little freaked out by this to begin with, so. It's fair enough. (laughs) Alright. Mother is going to step forward and is going to uh, just tug slightly on the sleeve of your clothing, pulling you a bit down at her level, which is a, a solid two foot four. We have high hopes for you. I will try not to disappoint. Thank you. Hmm. Good. I think it's best if you all... Um, if you all head home quickly. Mm. The streets aren't safe at night anymore. You're not the only ones coming in to leave new friends. There's been others tonight? One. A large man. Mm. There will be... um. There will be others. There always are. are. Speaking of which, she looks out the front door. You should probably go behind the pews. Mm. Go. Leiden will go quickly, tugging Claudette at her. She's going to quickly bark. Get down. Uh, very Ivy, what are you guys doing? Um, I guess seeing that though, she'll very well follow suit. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Pre- perception check? Sure, you can try. Uh, make me a perception check with disadvantage if you're hiding. I'd like to do a stealth roll. Uh, yes, or I would like, like a stealth hide- roll. I would like a stealth roll from everybody as well. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh... Uh, 18. Though I will say that as like Clovet gets dragged over, I think she probably got healed boots enough that they clatter a little. Like mm-hmm. high heels. 20. Oh, did you? There's the, there it is for the game. Good job. There's nice. like a 20. So okay. Night 20 for okay. Reign of Emerys. All right. Oh, so real quick, show of hands if you got a 15 or higher on stealth. 17. Perfect. All right. So you'll be able to hide in the darkened room fairly well. It's the pews are particularly large inside of here. So the halfling will have a very easy time. The rest of you will be able to dip down as well. Um, 
uh, slinking in the first four rows. Uh, Lead and you particularly, um, <laughs> you are designed to blend into this type of temple, even if they're looking directly at you. They probably won't notice that you're there at all. You're just another person working here, the way yeah, that you're dressed. Plus, absolutely used to hiding in temples. It's true. Um, anybody who's making a perception roll, do so with disadvantage. And uh, what did you get on your perception roll? Jordy, roll it, Mike. I got nine. Nine? Okay. So you'll be able to hear some things, but you're not going to get much of a sense of things. Anybody else who wants to may go ahead, and if not... No? Okay. All right. As you hide, she steps in front of you and... Good evening, gentlemen. How can I help you? And you'll hear the sound of heavy boots coming in. Found this one in the alley earlier. A few minutes ago. No will on him. Nothing. Thought we'd drop him off with you. Of course, Sergeant. Mm, he's a big one. Got caught, rig uh, <clears throat> got caught rigging a fight. They don't take kindly to that down in Lowtown. Mm. Suppose he didn't profit enough money for a resurrection, or... <laughs> Funny, no money was found on the body. I'd be happy to take him off your hands. Fine, we'll bring him up to the front altar. Oh, no, no, that's not a problem at all. I have some attendants working late tonight. They'd be happy to help. It's not a problem. No, it's all right. They, um, to be fair, they're a bit lazy, and I'd like to put them through their paces. If you know what I mean. All right, fine. Well, our job's done. Sign here. Absolutely. Well, I must say, Sergeant, you have the brightest eyes. So strange to see natural green like that. Hmm. What is that, a touch of elf? I'd prefer you not. Sorry, I was just trying to make conversation. It's nice to see other um, splashes of color inside of the city core. I, I guess I just miss them. Reminds me of when... <clears throat> Actually, I should probably get going. Um, lots of uh, other people out there tonight. Right, Private? Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Goodbye, Mother. Goodbye, Sergeant. Private. Heavy boot falls. We'll leave. Heading outside. It's probably safe now. He'll sneak out carefully, looking yeah, around. Ivy's gonna get up and kind of start to walk towards the door. A, a heavily bit. beaten man lays on the ground. His eyes are swelled shut in post-mortem. His throat is slit. Blood stains all the way down to his belt. Is Lita wants to take a look at him. There are at least a dozen stab wounds around his torso. One of which, Talthrin, you will recognize very well because you gave it to him. Still healing over from the from the spell that Leiden cast on him. 
This is Crow. <sighs> that the fellow from the fight? <gasps> yeah. Yeah, he is. The half Goliath. Rigging a fight? Is that how you won? Not usually. Who's a big guy? Old priestess's name again? Uh, it is uh, Mother Le- Leafgrad. Well, I can take care of this as well. Although, I, if possible, um, Leiden or anyone else who's feeling particularly strong, I would appreciate the help lifting. She says, looking up even toward Vary, who stands a good almost foot taller. Actually, Vary, you're three foot two, three foot four? Three foot two. Three foot two, so you are eight inches taller than her. Jeez. Aiden will help out. Thank you. I I appreciate it. Much more lively when we saw him last. (laughs) Well, they tend not to be terribly lively when they make it to us. No offense. Mm, It's true. It's a pity. As you gather him up and wrap him in his clothing, or probably wrap him in in, in the in the ceremonial um, sepulcher, you can uh, place him in one of the drawers behind the altar. It's heavy and it takes a minute, but luckily at this point he's mostly rigid. Mm. He slides in well. And she washes her hands off in a basin near the altar and instructs each of you to do the same. Some fine scented soap of clove is there. It's very fragrant and very, very sudsy. This is very high quality soap. The uh, the Church of the Orphan is particularly noteworthy in their cleanliness. Yep. Leiden will make sure to wash off very thoroughly. Yeah, and once Leiden has gone and done that, Claudia's gonna, hey, can you get my sleeves? I don't want to get any on it. Yep, she'll help push them up. <sighs> All right. Well, I think I probably annoyed the sergeant enough that he won't be coming back around here for at least a few hours. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember correctly, his patrol route normally follows Fallow Street. Hmm. Okay. Well, we should, you know, we should get back. Yeah, I know what Uncle wanted. <sighs> at at that point, uh, Vary's gonna wander up beside Talfin and uh, kind of like re- reach up her hand and and put and put it on on Talfin, uh, like Talfin's hand or or whatever, and just look up and be like, "Do you think I could still get that walk home?" Of course, of course, I wouldn't let you walk home alone tonight. Thank you. Before Leiden and Claudette head out, she's Leiden's gonna turn to to Ivy, and go. This might be. This may very well be classified. But we need to discuss this. How can I contact you? I can contact you. Can you? Can you give me anything more than that? I work for a. 
a division of the Imperial Empire. Mm. I can be found around town. I see. Well, I'm assuming Claudette and Leiden have some sort of like business card, calling card for the household or something as nobles. You have a business card. Yeah, you have a business card. Yeah, you probably have a card saying your name and what your role is. Yeah, like age, house agent kind of thing. Unless you, know? you, be, unless you get out of trouble a lot of time, too. You're like, no, I'm not. Oh, yeah, here, no, it's, so. it's great. I'm sure See? we have something that amounts to essentially a passport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have papers. So, like, as a citizen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But Probably something that she can give to. Yeah, so I'll I'll mm-hmm. give um, Ivy one of the tokens to if you come speak with us, come looking for us. Here's where you can find us. Thank you. I want to be in the loop. <laughs> yes, I will. I will keep you in as much as I can. I, I am it. not. I do not have much power. I am merely some sort of bounty hunter. I think would be the best term for me. Hmm. I am given jobs, and I do them. I report to other people, and I must be getting this head soon. Of course, I must get that before dawn. But. I again, I appreciate the help, and I am sorry for the life that was lost because of this. Then, farewell. And Claudette's going to kind of lean in and quietly <laughs> kind of say as they go by, like, if you have time, can you let me know how you did the blood thing? That was really interesting. I've never seen that magic before. Claudette! It's a, it's a magic, for sure. It's yes, a lead in. We gotta go. Okay. Hmm. You part uh, ways. Mary? Hmm. Shall we? You part ways. Heading out as thunder continues to roll and crackle in the skies above. The rain seems to be spitting far more distantly and far more uh, widely than it was a while ago, where you can actually walk between some of the liquid falling. The walk to make it all the way back to Varys is not uh, particularly far. And you will be able to get her to her front doorstep without much of a problem. Well, here you are, my lady. Thank you. Of course. I'm sorry for your friend. I'm sorry for your friend, my friend. Shame we couldn't meet under better circumstances and keep them that way. Yeah. You gonna be okay on your way home? Of course. I mean, I assume you would be, but it's always nice to ask. No, I appreciate your concern. I'll be alright, though. Well. And, you know, Perhaps I'll see you later. Another time. Yes. I work at the foundry in town, so... Oh, good to know. Have a good night. You too. Hilda blew like a sweeping bell. And she'll slowly close the door as Crux flies in. Okay. (laughs) Completely indifferent as to what's happening. What do you do then, Talfrin? Do you just head back to your, what, hostel, hotel? Yeah, um, yeah, he'll probably just take a, take a deep sigh and look at the rain for a little bit and then head out. Uh, yeah, he'll go back to the hotel. As you uh, 
He's probably got some alcohol in his room. As you start wandering back by the hotel, out of an alleyway nearby, a shape will suddenly step out and start walking parallel to you. Mm-hmm. In silence, they'll keep step with you. Do you glance over at them or keep your eyes straight ahead? He's going to keep his eyes straight ahead, but he's going to kind of try to keep his wits about him like his peripheral. The figure steps up along stride you. About ten feet apart. Hands in the pockets of a long black duster. You can see the edge of horns and dark maroon skin. We gotta talk, buddy. Alright. Your Sal, your tiefling friend from the butchery, follows you back to the hotel to share a drink. Meanwhile, Ivy, you make your way back to the Science Institute. The inside of the walls as you enter, the guards, um, the guards eyeing you nervously from their, um, uh, from their fenced off protectorates and arrow slits. Let you in. You could hear the sounds of electricity crackling in the distance, the sound of chemicals being pumped through long beakers and tubes. I guess two beakers, not three beakers, sorry. Um, The sound of strange machinery and screams in the distance. A gurney rolls past you. The orderly, a large human woman, looks up at you. She nods curtly, and as she does, the cart slows enough, one of its squeaky wheels grabbing the tiling enough that a hand falls out from beneath the sheet. Sorry, ma'am, she says, leans down and retucks. Um, Another? Didn't survive the inoculation. Next time. Next time. Don't worry. We'll beat it yet. Yes. The rock can't take everybody. And she nods and pushes past you. And as... um, As you look back, you'll be able to see parts of the flesh of that pale dead woman where they've gone kind of a greenish black, her feet sticking out of the, out from beneath the sheet where the rotting disease has begun to take hold. A rotting disease, actually one that you're probably not very, very used to seeing. It's strange and it smells sweet. Like cranberries ripening in the sun. Do you head back to your room or do you head to the doctor's office? I would say the doctor's office with my with my head in tow. As you approach the oh, door, the guards friends. at the front with their crossed halberds will step aside and Sir? 
your um she's back which she six let her in the door opens into the sparse but well-appointed very large office doctor sits behind the desk his fingers pursed on his lips what did you bring me she'll hold up her head what i promised doctor the table did it give you much of a problem only a little but that's half the fun close the door put the head on the table Sit. She does that. She goes, put the head on the table, and we'll take a seat. Okay. Might as well save some time from having to visit you in your room tonight. Roll your sleeve. Yes. Oh, actually, you're not wearing sleeves, are you? I'm uh, wearing sleeve. bracers, but wearing yeah, braces. she'll take off a bracer or uh, whatever it's going to happen. Expose the vein. Yes. He'll open a kit next to his desk and pull out a long, wide syringe. A needle that looks like it could be used to crochet with. That thick. But lean forward. You always heal. Very useful. This is a different compound than normal. It might sting a bit. It needs to sustain you on your trip. He stabs it into your arm. It hurts. The strange liquid inside looks like prismatic. Prismatic. Iridescent oil. Shining in the low light of the magic orbs that light this room with dim candlelight hue. The Empire has traitors in its midst. midst. Nineteen escaped because it was freed. They are sympathizers. I guess as much. What I'm about to tell you is classified. There are those who seek to undermine the Empire, who seek to unleash virulent plague and other horrors upon us. I'm sending you on a mission. You're going to the West Coast. 
You were to hunt down a former research assistant of the facility. Alive or not so much when she comes back or he? She. She. You will bring me her head. She will have other creatures like, like our creatures. Do you remember Oriana? Oriana Otker. Do I remember Oriana you can, uh, Make me an intelligence roll. Make me an intelligence <laughs> roll. Okay. Straight intelligence. Oh. Um, that's a 10. <laughs> you remember someone named Otker, an assistant from when you were probably about 10? Okay. One of his? Yeah. He had two at one point. You don't remember much more about that, though. There was some falling out. You haven't seen her, at least, in the last six or seven years. How old are you, Romy? Romy, real quick. I am 20. 20? So, yeah, you haven't seen her in about nine years. Okay. Not much, Doctor. I was, I was young when she was here. She was young when she was here, too. Now she is older and a traitor to the Empire. I need to know, Ivy, that there is no sympathy in your heart for those who would betray everything that we have built, everything that you represent. She will take out her dagger and she will cut her palm a nice deep cut and she will kind of squeeze until the blood starts dripping and she'll put it over her desk. I bleed for the Empire and I bleed for you, Doctor. My loyalty and my heart are all for this cause. The traitors are but drops of blood that must be spilled. I don't need you to spill your blood. I need you to spill theirs. I have to spill mine to spill theirs, Doctor. It's what you trained me to do. Do what you need to get the job done. Use whatever tools you need to get the job done or whatever, <laughs> whatever tools, be they weapons or people. Do you understand me? I understand, Doctor. The next train toward Terra now leaves the day after the coming morning. You will be on that train. Yes. Good. You are awarded this for your work. Your sister is not home yet. She has not completed her mission yet. You are the good one, Ivy. Thank you. 
Doctor. You should feel proud. I do. Hmm. The injection is beginning to blister. You should get some sleep. Yes, Doctor. I would suggest taking some laudanum before you sleep. Anything with opium to help you get through the night. I imagine the nightmares will be most interesting. Hmm. Should be a fun one, then. Haven't had this bad in a while. You've never had one like this. Hmm. I think I'm being called. Is there anything else I should know? You will receive a dossier. It will be written in a language that you few others will speak. You speak Abyssal or Infernal? Abyssal. It will be speaking in the dark tongue. Pardon me, it will be given to you in the dark tongue. Destroy it once you've memorized it. Yes. I will not fail. If you do, don't return. Actually. Do return. I'll need to use the parts. As is as is the way. And he will go back to work at his desk. Once he's like looking down, Ivy's gonna like subtly kind of touch her old scars and kind of shyly walk out of the room, not as confident, but like pretend to be confident, but she's a little shaken inside. Here's hoping, here's hoping. All right, <laughs> so, and with that, you will head out into the night, which will actually be quite a, uh, quite an awful set of nightmares. As you lay down to sleep, you will have a lasting recollection. If nothing else, what are dreams than memories that we've never had of being inside of a room with stark gray walls and an infinite floor of black as cold as ice and a pair of people, a man and a woman, walking away in silhouette so dark that you can't see their features. But my God, do little legs run hard and desperately. And you run for the entire night long with every demon monster that you've ever imagined watching from the shadows with glowing green eyes. Across the city, Claudette, you and Leiden make your way back into Belmont House. Your servants open the door for you, your gate watchmen's open the gates for you, and you find your way back into the comfort of your well-appointed home. Yeah. What do you plan on doing? Uh, go find the uncle. Um, what was it? It was Uncle Virgil. All right. Yep. 
In the guest quarters, you will find him. He sits behind a desk, scribing something into a large tome that you recognize as one of the Imperial spellbooks. Something that one day you will learn. Mm. As you enter the guest study, he raises his his steel gray eyebrows. Ah, Claudette, you've returned. And Leiden, you've come as well. Yes. Of course. Mm. Though I can leave if you'd rather I wasn't present. Oh, not at all. There's nothing that I can say to my niece that you will not hear, eventually. <laughs> uh, you've been in a fight. And at that point, everything just comes out of Claudette's mouth in a rush. Okay. <laughs> she sits down, just like, and it, I had these parts, and it looked like a bit of this and a bit of that, and <sighs> it was weird. It had a government <laughs> tattoo. Probably something from the Imperial Science Academy. They're always working on things to sand oh, out against. Uh... Mm. Yes, the halfling is. A... Mm. Did she, did anybody, did that other halfling tell us her name, Leiden? Um, yeah, I believe it was Anka. Anka. Mm. Uh, yeah. y- you you did hear the full name. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when Vary was telling the, uh, no. Did you even know well, her that last name? Well, that wasn't a ton of a pension. Uh, no, we didn't have point. a last name for her. Yeah, so, like, yeah. So it was Anka, that's all you know. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Then here. He'll lean over to the study and pour you both a glass of smooth, amber-colored liquid. And together, we drink mm. to Anka. Mm. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. <laughs> I must say, your excitement is infectious. You remind me of my own daughter. Uh, do I do I know anything about? Um, you probably have met each other when you were a kid. Why don't you go ahead and roll me a D twenty and tell me what you get? Does Leiden remember this? Uh, yes, you may roll me a D twenty as well. Eight. Uh thirteen. Thirteen? That's actually probably apt because that's when you went went away to school. It was around thirteen or fourteen, probably. Mm. Um, what am I adding to this? Is this history just tell me what you get? Intelligent. Oh, I rolled a fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, so you both have fairly decent, um, decent relations with um, uh, with your uncle Virgil's children. Uh, Lord Virgil Maravic married Marcia Anastasio, uh, who died in childbirth with uh, her uh, with her daughter. Um, her son, uh, their son, Acario uh, Maravec, and Lucia Maravec, um, at once uh, 23 years old and 21 years old, um, slightly younger than uh, slightly longer, younger than you, Claudette. Um, they are nobles, well appointed, very polite, um, a bit spoiled, mm-hmm. uh, but no more so than you. Um, I'd say that these two are a bit more, uh, a bit more harsh than you. A bit more. Um, I mean, they are the difference between you and they that your father is and your uncle. Your uncle is much more brusque, uh, much more. Uh, I would say quick-witted, 
and cold. Mm-hmm. Friendly, but somewhat dispassionate. A bit calculating. A bit calculating, yeah. And the children as well are a bit... Um, they seem like they would probably be more popular than you um, in, in a high school setting. <laughs> so. You know, uh, so it's Lucia and Acario. You remind me of Lucia quite a bit. She was very excited when she found that she would be going out on assignment. She's quite the prodigy. Speaking of assignments. It is quite late. Um, Yes, you. I need you to do me a very important favor. One that I trust just to you. And you. Of course, Liam. Here. He leans over and uh, opens a a little flap at the back of the book that you didn't actually see was there. His fingers pass through the spine of the book, actually. It shimmers slightly as he touches it. And pulls out a long envelope, sealed with an imperial seal. I need you to deliver this. There is a magus named Lankea Quarto in Terranel. Mm. She's an imperial war magus. The document here could have grave consequence were it to fall into the wrong hands I trust it with no one except for you I'm thinking Claudette's going to be smart enough to make the comment of well of course because they won't expect somebody my rank to have it of course not never underestimate a Belmont though What was the war magus's name? Lankea Quarto. You will and find we her in Terranel, in the city of Terranel. Terranel, uh, of course, is the capital city of Terrania. Uh, which actually, uh, coincidentally, is where your brother is stationed. He's at Kaz Luxor, which uh, exists at the top of Terranel. Uh, so you'll actually only be probably like, um, probably about 100 miles from him. Maybe 200 miles. Hmm. Luckily enough, the train will go directly by to Terranel after a fashion. You'll love it. The mountain terrain is to die for. Hmm. It sounds... Um, um, my brother's letters, it sounds lovely. Hmm. Well, I think that you will like it. Well. <laughs> you will have to break the news to your parents in the morning. The train leaves the day after tomorrow. Good. 
What time? I think fairly early, around uh, 10th bell. Mm. Um, hold just one moment. He reaches again into the book and procures your tickets from it. Here, you might as well have these now. Don't lose them. <laughs> of course not. And Leiden will reach for them. As well. Yeah, that's probably best. <laughs> should you find that the trip is dangerous or that any part of it requires additional support. These are for you. He reaches into his pocket and hands you ten platinum pieces with the imperial sigil on them. Oh. To hire additional help if needed. There are many mercenaries along the main, along the Great Plains who would be happy to help. Hmm. Sure, we can find someone. <laughs> I suppose I don't have to remind you not to reveal that you have all of those coins in one place. Of course not. Oh, Good. Wouldn't do that. <laughs> Any that you do not spend, well, I'm not expecting receipts. We'll bring you a souvenir. <laughs> Please do. The Magus will be expecting you. Good. Good. You should get some sleep. As, mm -hmm. as so should I. My old bones are starting to become creaky and it's nearing. It's past the first hour of morning. Oh, is it? Oh, that's that late. Mm-hmm. Come on. Hmm. As like they leave, Claudette is gonna lean into lead in and be like, "Do you think we could get away with just leaving?" Hmm. No. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, help me come up with an argument for mother. We can think about that tomorrow. <laughs> And with that, give it tomorrow. <laughs> with that, both of you head off to bed. Resting up and having a good night. All of you are going to regenerate your hit points. And I think this is a really good time for us to take a quick washroom break. So everybody, awesome. we will be back in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. Uh, see you in about mm, probably five. And then we'll have a little bit of a uh, little twitch chat with you. So see you soon. Hi there. Have too much money? Looking to give some away? Did you know that Dorktales has a Patreon? You can go to patreon.com slash dorktales and give money for exclusive perks like exclusive podcasts, warm fuzzy feelings in the cockles of your heart, shoutouts at the end of podcasts, and more! To learn more about how to help Dorktales, go to patreon.com slash dorktales. End of ad! Welcome back to the Reign of Emerys here on Dorktales. And, uh, Talfrin. You sit in your hotel room. Dawn is rising on the horizon. The light is beginning to spill into the room, and you and your tiefling friend, Sal, which of course is short for, uh, which is short, oh, pardon me, Val. Val? No. No, Sal. Sal. There's a Val and a Sal, sorry. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Solarius. Solarius Alwyn. Sit and drink. What, uh, what do you have? Wine? 
Beer. Uh, hard liquor. Probably beer. Probably. This yeah. is beer. This is flat, you know. Eh? Started a while ago. Come on. You're gonna have to go away for a bit. Yeah, just seeing how I expected so. I mean, you do you know who did it? Yeah. Um, Eric's and his uh, and his enforcers took care of it. Right. That's what he's gotta do. It wasn't your fault. He, uh, he slipped up. So don't beat yourself up, okay? Okay. But, uh, that was a hell of a fight. He sure made it look real. Yeah. Yeah, no, we, we were, we were really going at it. But... All right, give me your money. Passed over. Here. He's going to reach inside of his pocket and hand you uh, an envelope. I hear that the coast is beautiful this time of year. You should probably head out there. There's okay. a train leaving tomorrow. If you can stay low for a day, it should take you all the way to, uh, well, near home and you know me I can stay low for a while stay real low they're gonna be looking for you I know you know what the thing is though you stay away for a month or so you can come back after that once the heat's died down all they really need to do is get the rumor that um, you know you fuck with Arax you either die or you leave town Come back. Everybody will forget about you. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Once they have their show of force, I'm sure. That's fine. Yeah. Whereabouts is this place? He's going to pull out. Because um, because of my background, I've got some poorly drawn maps. So I'm going to pull one out. Slap it on the table. Now, the ticket goes all the way to Terra now. Okay. So... Pretty, uh... Pretty close to the coast. Um... How much do you know about geography? Not a whole lot. <laughs> All right, I can tell that from your map. Here, one sec. And he's going <laughs> to lean down and start making some adjustments to it. Oh, come on, man. He's going to draw the wrong thing, unfortunately. But he's going to be like, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, okay, so Nomheim is... Um, so the south or the north? Nome's in the south. Uh, there's no rhyme with this. What am I thinking? Okay, so look, we're over here, all right? So we we're at the Bay of Aria, all right? So that's this this spot right here that kind of looks like a like a heart going into the ocean. Okay. Okay. All right. So we are just well, that's where the capital is, right? Basically at the 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 cleft of the heart. We're down by the point. Okay. Okay. So basically, it goes up to the capital. And the train goes up to uh, to Belay. Then it goes over to uh, it goes over to Aldar, over in uh, in Aldare, and then it cuts south 
through the plains of uh, Vanbela uh, down to Venkine, and then it cuts over to Terranel across the mountains. Right. Most of this is definitely like going over his head, but he's trying to seem like it's sinking in. Right. You're, and you're you're from Katagane, right? You're Katagani. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's over here, just across the water from the other side of Terranel. All you mountain people. Right. Well, I mean, all told, I mean, this ticket's got you in steerage, but uh, it's going to be a pretty ride. You know what? Best thing, a lot of ladies take that train, and they got sleeping cars. And guess what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know what? The stations are a good day or two apart got to do something with all that time right see look man now you're speaking my language you know what you're just going on a vacation really it's true give me some time to clean things up come back here you know be good to see you again i appreciate that Sal. thanks you're a good friend i wouldn't let anything happen to you don't worry besides cheers (laughs) <laughs> yeah, cheers with your flat beard. Hold on. He's going to oh, reach into his on. coat and pull out a flask. I mean, if it's that bad, I've got a little bit. Uh, he'll probably have a little bit of liquor stashed somewhere. What is it? Uh, is it the mead of your people? <laughs> it's, well, uh, no. It's probably some sort of like a whiskey kind of thing, I think. Yeah, I could take a hand of some whiskey. Pass it over. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. And that's what I'm talking about. Ah, it's a bit better. Hmm. Spicy. Cinnamon? A little bit. Hmm. Firebrand. I like it. But uh you head that direction. Mm-hmm. We'll be fine. All right. All right. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Not now, but oh, okay. Know. I was like, you got another day, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're gonna be fine, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, I always am, especially with your help. I got one more favor that you got to do. Oh, okay. Check the envelope. All right. Still open the envelope. There are two tickets inside. I need what would you, you to, have me do? I need you to take Dirk with you. He placed okay. a big bet and he's your buddy. They're going to think that he was in on it too. Okay. I've got him stashed right now. But, uh... I mean, you don't gotta, but I mean, you could drop him anywhere, anywhere along the way. Okay, well, we'll see what happens, but I'll take him with me. Good, because otherwise he would be uh, be strung up like a pig. You know how hob- hobs are. I do, I do. Huh. Besides, 
Think about it this way. You go out to the coast. Maybe you take like a monster hunting gig or something like that. That's all the people out there do. Just grinding for coin. It's not so bad. It's not so bad, right? You get a big ass sword. You go out into the field. You go find like a big snarly monster. You hit it a couple times. You take its head back. Boom. Instant coin. It'd be more convenient if the monster just carried coin on him. Yeah, honestly. Right? Yeah. Uh, hell of a lot of experience to add to your resume. True. Yeah. True. So, cheers to coin and so. experience. Yeah, cheers. Clang. With that, you can spend most of the day just relaxing, drinking, and planning your next escape. Across town, you find yourselves waking up um, a bit early, Leiden. Your sleep was a little bit fitful. Hmm. You awaken shortly before dawn, the sound of echoing from the front door as you get up to use uh, to use the washroom. Hmm. The front door is hmm. the front door is opened by the butler and a courier stands at the front door. Are you the person looks rushed. Plenty of dust on his boots. Uh, Can I help? Um, yes, uh, I'm here to see, um, Lord Merovic. I have urgent news for him. Uh, I've... I heard that he was staying here? One moment, just wait here. Uh, we usually would send, like, a, a servant up or someone to go fetch, or... You normally would. I normally would. I, Is there I, anyone here? <laughs> uh, the butler's at the front door. And he looks mm -hmm. over at you. A man named uh, a man named Harden uh, turns, and uh, I should be preparing breakfast. Uh, Miss Leighton, do you mind? Uh, I'll go fetch him. Sure. No. What? Oh. I insist this be delivered by hand. This is of the utmost importance. Well, I can. If you wait here. I can go see if he's up. I would come with you. Would that be acceptable? <laughs> Priestess. Does this seem like something she should allow? Uh, if it's this urgent, potentially, yes. Potentially? Can I, I insight? I want to see if this person actually seems like they're telling the truth and not go just ahead. trying to pull one over on me. Go ahead. Make me an insight roll. Hmm. Say 13. 13. As you're glancing around, you get a strange sense. Underneath the many layers of traveling clothes, you will see a dangling medallion beneath the layers of the Imperial House. This looks like a courier or agent of the Imperial House. But it's hidden beneath the layers of his clothes, like he's not trying to advertise this fact so possibly a co more covert mission yes potentially mm. besides that though like he looks like just a traveling courier but his clothes are a little too clean in places 
He has the air of one, but you're you're not 100% convinced that he is a simple courier. Hmm. Well? Wait here. Unless there's a reason other than just that it's urgent. Because anyone could say something is urgent and be let into the house and there would be no security here. You understand the position I'm in. I will not allow harm to come befall those sheltering under the roof. Who's harming anyone? You hear echo Nobody, from, from above the stairwell. And um, at the top of the stairwell, Lord Virgil Maravik is standing there dressed in a house hmm. code. There's someone here to see you. I see. Um, mm. I was about to fetch you. A message for you, sir. I'm not quite dressed. Would you mind bringing it up? Are you are you going to let him go by himself, or are you going to escort him? Oh, no, she's it? escorting him. Okay. She's absolutely escorting him. She's not letting him wander around her house alone. Heading up the stairs. Come, we can go into the study that I've been lent. Hmm. Yes, sir. She's got her eyes glued to this guy. They go into the study that you met with last night, or that you met in last night, and hmm. he sits and... Uh, and what is this? I have news, sir. The choice has been made. I see. Leiden. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for bringing the courier here. I do appreciate you. I can take it from here, though. Of course. If you need any assistance, let me know. And she will step out and okay. door open or closed? Oh, closed. I'd hate to wake the parents. Of course. And she'll close the door and head off to go find uh, Are you gonna? Are you heading off? He seems to say things are in hand. Uh, make me a perception roll. Oh, sure. Uh, perception, that is a 16. You made a damn fool of yourself getting here. I was in a hurry, sire. You couldn't have been more conspicuous if you tried. You'll hear through the wall. In that case, she will pause and slow her steps. What news do you have? The choice has been made. What choice? Maxina Chen. Belmont. Is there any other, sir? Do not raise your tone in disrespect to me. And don't bleed on the carpet. This is a friend's home. Are you certain? Yes, sir. Certain. 
on Princess Lucia's age day. On the day of her name. He has been chosen. Does anyone know this but you? Not outside of the capital. Sir, I... What am I... Thank you for bringing the letter to me. I greatly appreciate it. Have a safe trip home. Yes. Leiden's gonna, like, as soon as she hears that, like, she's gonna leave. Okay. You can make me an arcana roll. Sure. Uh, let's do it with disadvantage, though, because hearing that through the door... Yeah, I doubt she knows what it is. I don't have good arcana anyway, okay. so... Uh, how's a four? You will hear some arcane arcane sounds, yeah. uh, but will uh, you'll be able to shuffle down the hallway, and a moment later you hear the door open. Yeah, I greatly appreciate the news. It's always good to hear. Here, for your troubles. And hands him a gold piece. Are you trying to uh, to hide in the hall or anything like that, or just no? She up? left to left, like like she left the hallway, like as soon as she heard them whispering and like she wanted to get out of there. She'll miss the end of the conversation, but she'd rather not get seen. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so. Oh, actually. Ah, damn it. I read the wrong note. Oh. I messed that up. Uh, so it was not, it was not Princess Lucia. Uh, pardon me. It was Princess Reinsent. Reinsent, okay. Princess Reinsent Adela. So that is what should have been said. I was like, why do these numbers not make any sense on my sheet? <laughs> that's, that's like no this, they're, they're supposed to be yeah. twins what's going on here oh okay sorry wrong wrong I have, I have the families right next to each other on a page so yeah my bad my, my bad mm -hmm. uh, so um, what you what you can do if you would like is you can make me a history roll sure that is not better than Arcana but I'll give it a shot uh, that's gonna be an eight uh uh, you would know that uh, Princess Reinsen Adela is one of the heirs to Empress Leandara Edelhard Emrys. Hmm. Edelhide, pardon me. Interesting. Her only heirs. Hmm. Um, and name day uh, or, or age day is a synonymous term for when someone turns um, uh, someone turns 20. They are considered in majority. Twenty-two right. is 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 voting age, but twenty is you can, you basically mm -hmm. are. It's basically the like, Emrysian sixteen. Like you can start doing stuff. Like you can get yeah, a driver's license. What is that word I'm thinking of? Like when you're you enter society, basically. Basically, of? um, actually, in Roman society, men were considered insane until they turned twenty-five. <laughs> Which, to be fair, 
uh, I remember what it was like to be 20 to 25. And uh, basically from age of majority to 25, you are insane if you're a guy. Kind of true. A little bit. Mm -hmm. You're a little nuts. Your brain is in a weird place. After 25, it gets much better. Much better. Brains are weird. Brains are weird. Um, They're cool, though. Yeah, it's when your testosterone starts slowly going down and you're just like, oh, yes, life. Um, Mm -hmm. But, uh, so yeah, you will find that out in the hallway. Mm. Yeah, she's heading off just to Claudette. Okay. Claudette. You, uh, you are awakening early. It's just past nine o'clock. And what do you do? Your, uh, your maids have come and dropped off your clothing. I guess get up and get ready for the day and try and figure out how, how I'm telling, uh, my mother that I am leaving <laughs> tomorrow morning. All right. Uh, as you were getting dressed and kind of rehearsing this in the mirror, um, Leiden will arrive at your door. She'll do the knock like a couple times briefly and then just enter. I don't think they... Yeah, no. You're basically sisters. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure um, you are her chaperone, essentially. So she she doesn't get that much from privacy from you. No. Privacy? What's that? I haven't had that in 15 years. Mm-hmm. All right, so you enter the room and? You up? As you see. How dressed is she? Mm. About half. <laughs> All right. Fair. Mm. Heard an interesting conversation this morning. Oh? Hmm. There was a messenger for your uncle. I have no idea what any of it means, but it sounded fancy. And she'll just summarize it very briefly. Cliff Notes version. Which, based on what I heard of that, I'm pretty sure I know what it means. Make me a history roll. Um, 16. That is enough. Oh, actually, let me move myself into your abode. (laughs) There we go. Uh, Yes, that should be enough. Go ahead. What do you think it means? Um, Well, that was certainly her brother's name. And if he was chosen and princess's name day or age day, I'm guessing marriage contract. You are a noble family. Yes, precisely. That I didn't know there was even negotiations on. I mean, it would make sense they wouldn't speak of it until after something was confirmed. Now, what you would know, Claudette, is that in this type of thing, they do turn to various augurs. Rituals to hold sway on what should be done as well as imperial genealogists, to make sure that the blood is separate as possible. 
clumped jeans lead to weak rulers and weak chins. Mm. This probably isn't going to be a public announcement for some time. Probably shouldn't say anything because then Uncle would know that you heard. Mm. Sounded like it was not um, not public knowledge. Mm. So it's interesting that the messenger went to your uncle and not your father. Why wouldn't why wouldn't your father be the first to know? both make me an insight roll <laughs> but yes what were you i was say? gonna ask um if my father was more politically active or if lord like virgil was more politically active virgil's far more politically active um he is still an active participant in much of the the master the magic and military side of things okay. he's basically um, a, he's kind of a spy so it's dirty mm. 20 for insight Cool. Um, 23 from me. Uh, the guy was dressed like a common courier. Yeah. Um, he had his identification on him to move through crowds and things like that, but he probably, he didn't, he was not on official business. Yeah. Which means uh, couriers, um, people in the Imperial house can easily be purchased. Hmm. I see. Probably was acting, probably was delivering the message either for pay or either part of a clandestine operation. Hmm. It might not be known yet. Also, Uncle is far more political than Father is. That's fair enough. So. I wonder what this will mean for you. I imagine not too, too much. Why, you don't think they're gonna... Once your brother's married... Well, start well, looking at you I mean they're probably not going to announce it for I don't know another year probably hmm. well fingers crossed that sounds like a drag the breakfast bell rings well and hopefully I will be a distinguished imperial mage by that point and can tell them to stuff it in those exact words Well, yes. I'd pay to see that. It's not dignified to swear. Hmm. You know how Mother feels about that. Yeah. Which, mm. speaking of, um, how are we telling her that we leave tomorrow? Mm. Throw Uncle we... in her path? Probably. We say it's official business. Uh, you... I mean... She can't really stop you. Meanwhile, we should speak to Father first. Uh, good idea. He's probably in, in his study. <laughs> Meanwhile, fifteen, twenty minutes later. Absolutely not. Not even a little bit. Your mother says. Do I support this foolhardy endeavor? You will not. You just got home, dear. It is her assignment. She just... I don't want to hear another word from you. You two men have been conspiring behind my back to try to steal my daughter away and my cleric. I can't spare her. And if I can't spare her, I damn sure can't spare my daughter. 
will I? And enough from you. You roll in here with your pompous purple trimmed robes and act like you're the king of this place. Imperial mage. <laughs> Imperial troublemaker. Hey. She has you there. Shut up. Not in front of the children. Don't say shut up. I, I thought we drilled this out of them. I swear to I swear to God's Crispin, I'm going to box your ears the moment that I get you alone. <laughs> You'll try. Uh, well, dear, I'm, you have to admit that um, at the very least, it will be uh, an excellent uh, experience. Besides, it uh, seems like a fairly um, innocuous trip. Uh, absolutely, yes. An innocuous trip. It's uh, merely a delivery. Inside of city lines. Mm, just, uh, well then why can't you deliver it? Or send someone else to deliver it who might be not my daughter? Well, I, um... Well... Sorry it, to interject. Um, but... We... I think Claudette really wants to see the mountains. The we mountains. Might, mm, we heard about them in from the letter. What letter? What letter? From actually. Ah. Mm. And it's so near his posting, I could potentially see him. Yes. That could be um, quite, uh, quite um, a uh, uh, the two well, men kind of look at each other. Mm. <laughs> we haven't seen him in oh, how long has it been? Um, can uh, I do performance roll to do like the the big guy just like pouty look to my? <laughs> you mom? Give me a persuasion roll. Can I assist? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yes. 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 You may. <laughs> okay. So that oh. gives me. Advantage. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so that is 23. A letter delivery. A letter delivery? And that's all. Absolutely. Cross my heart and hope to die. If you're lying to me, Virgil, that can be arranged. <clears throat> what a lovely breakfast. I suppose that I should probably be getting back to uh, to my ledgers. I, those ledgers are pretty heavy. I think I might want to help you, Virgil. The men will stand up and scoot their chairs back. Leaning over to Claudette. Yes, the both of them. She'll just giggle. Claudette, if you weren't doing this, if trouble comes your way, I expect you to act like them. Be a coward. So that I have a daughter. She'll kind of 
she'll nod and say all the right things with her fingers crossed behind her back. Sounds good. Sounds good. So give me, make, make me, me, uh, make me a, uh, a, a bluff check. That doesn't exist. Subterfuge. A deception. 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 Damn, I run a lot of systems. <laughs> I was looking through it all the time. I was like, it's it's uh, it's not called subterfuge, Kelly. It's called bluff. Oh, it's not bluff. Ah, uh, twelve. Deception. And I'll be with her the whole time. How does I keep rolling fours? Um, <laughs> it's because we're distracting her heavily. <sighs> be careful. And you. If anything happens to my daughter... You will carry her body back here. By hand, if need be. On my life, I swear. I will personally dock your pay for the next 50 years to pay for the resurrection. Mm. But... I suppose that you would have snuck out in the night had I not said yes. Well, the train leaves in the morning. Then all the better not to have you skulking around the streets after dark, waiting. Of course, we'd never do such a thing. It's a chance to see Maxine. I'm probably not going to be over that side ever again. Stop icing the cake. It's already sweet enough. You're already getting a slice. Finish your breakfast and start packing. Yes. Don't yes me. You're getting what you want. Right away. Don't you? Even a little bit. Is there anything we can bring back for you? Bring back my daughter and truffles. Mm. And truffles. Okay. Should you be in the area. I've lost my appetite. Hard on. The butler will come and take away the food. Why couldn't you have taken after me? (laughs) Crispin got his little girl. I will see you at lunch. And she leaves the room, leaving you two there with the servants. And uh, one of which is uh, is tidying next to you. A young... Um, a young green dragonborn friend mm. of, uh, that you grew up with. Mm-hmm. Is going to smile at you. Katya. Mm-hmm. Who was also quickened to the house, Belmont, is going to lean over. 
Congratulations. You're going on an adventure. I know. Claudette will kind of pull her hand back in front of her from where it was tucked behind her back and kind of blatantly uncross her fingers. (laughs) Well, no promises when there's study to be done. (laughs) She's going to get up and leave. I don't think that... uh, Well, all right. Lead and we'll follow after her. (laughs) All right. Across town. Very, your apartment has never seemed so small, so sparse. The sound of wagons echo throughout the night, people moving carts, and you can't help but wonder how many of them contain the corpses of other people who died in the night. Halfling apartments are cheaper by about 40%. And there's a reason for that. You don't need nearly as much space. It's more of a double-wide broom closet with a loft built in than anything. But there's a single window above the kitchenette that lets in light. What are you doing with your day? You have one day to get ready for this long trip. And the day off. Um, she is probably not doing too, too much. Um... Do, do, do. Uh, yeah, she's she's probably just going to yeah, she's probably just gonna try and relax as much as she can, get what she needs. Um, okay. Yeah. She, what do you she's need? Just kind of. Ah. Uh, I guess pa- pack some some food for the trip and um, any components or pipe parts, anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just just all the components she needs and a couple new outfits and and then she's just gonna relax and try and enjoy the day. A little while into the day, as you're out buying supplies, you'll head by the usual place. It's a basement pawn shop style place. Well, acquired goods at the very least. The man on the other side of the counter knows you well, and you know him well, Valentin Sokolov. A human, pushing 40. What does he look like? Um, actually, I edited that a little bit. Uh, so he is, uh, he's six foot, he... Uh, he has a slim build. He's pale. He has tattooed arms. Um, think kind of Christoph Waltz. Okay. That kind of voice? Um, more of a Russian accent. But I am ah. perfectly happy with with anything. Ah, Beatrix. It is good to see you. And you as well. What brings you in here? Uh, I'm trying to blend and we'll see if it works. Yeah, fair enough. Good to see you. Uh, going on a trip tomorrow and just wanted to make sure that I'm stocked up. Oh, it's a big world for such a small halfling. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, uh, to Terranel. All the way to Terranel? All the way there. Have you ever been to Terraria before? No. No, I've been... 
Well, ever since leaving Astaria, I've just been here mostly, so... Hmm. Mm. Well, I do have things that could help you on your trip. Mm -hmm. What do you have? Oh, a little bit of everything, really. Hold on, mm -hmm. let me look behind the counter. Uh, yeah. Okay, he pulls out a giant ledger. So, I will list many things for you, and you tell me what you want to buy, because, hey, your coin... Your coin is almost always good here. Almost. Almost. Quagoth, Stimpy, and a couple of goblins will waddle out from the back room wearing, uh, wearing basically just, uh, just leather aprons. Ah. We might have some shopping to do, so be sure to demand the drawers. Now behind him are these huge mechanical shelves that are organized by these cog wheels. The basically almost like the steering wheels of a boat that are spun around to move the the compartmentalized bookshelves back and forth, revealing tons of merchandise in the small space that is this. Okay. So, do you need art? I have art. You mm -hmm. could go buy some art. I have trade goods. I have... Uh, do you have rations? Rations are always very useful. Um, I have some things that, uh, let me check my supply, my inventory, uh, boop, 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 uh, gunpowder. Do you need gunpowder? You oh. use the, the pistolas, yeah? Yes, yeah, you do. I do. Yes, of course you do. Yes. Uh, well, let me see exactly here. Uh, okay, so, if I were, oh, where did I put this note? This is what happens when I let goblins file it under their system. Well, it's true. You don't read very well. And also, your alphabet is backwards. Why is your alphabet backwards? It's the right road. It's the wrong way. It comes from the right side. That does not mean it's the right way. Everything is the right way for goblins. Sure, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Stop sucking up. Uh, okay, so if I were going to, one sec, I'm just actually checking something on the wiki real quick. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, like actually thinking uh, thinking about that for uh, for armament, mm -hmm. um, okay. for something like a pistol. You can design your own, can't you? Uh, at third level, I can't. I can make an mm. Eldritch Cannon, but I can have a handheld Eldritch Cannon, which mm. is dope. So you do not have a gun? Uh, not yet. I'm 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 working on it. I'm almost. I almost have it. Okay. Well, uh, you, Stimpy, check shelf for thirty nine uh, dash G, uh, south wall. Uh huh. There's some help, help, help. Slowly just grinding the bookshelf over. That's one. And one of them will hold up this rifle that's twice your size. I said South Wall. G. G. The one shaped like a, a G. 
H? No, G. <laughs> you get what you pay for. Um, yeah. Eh? Found it. Brings it all over to you. Uh, and let me just check and see how much this would be. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, because I'm pretty sure, is the cost just listed in Aberon? That would be nice, but I don't think it is. Uh, boop, boop, boop. Um, equipment. Equipment. It is not in the Eberron book. Oh, everyday magic. Uh, maybe everyday magic items. Let me check. Sorry, guys. I was not expecting firearms. Mm, I should have, but I wasn't. Always expect firearms. I mean, most people don't have them in their games, so... Hmm. <laughs> When expecting crabs is a valid thing, but expecting firearms is uncommon. Yeah, I found a t-shirt mm. that I was going to buy you, but it's not close enough to your birthday. It's a crab holding up a dice called Dungeness and Dragons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cute. Okay, so let's just look up. Uh, there's a GM binder. There we go. So that is... All right, so you are looking for a pistol. No? Yeah. Uh, all right, here you go. He picks up this long, intricate pistol. It's more of um. there's no real handle. It's the kind, like, almost like a, uh, a six-chamber musket. Ooh, no, okay. Like, almost like a six-chamber um, flintlock. Oh, okay. It's um, this strange wheel in the center of it that spins as you fire. Not like a revolver chamber, but almost like it's feeding the bullets up like a water wheel. This is the pinwheel. It is a wonderful little gun. And uh, I'm willing to sell it to you uh, for money. How much money do you have? Um, can I do a uh, insight check? How much do I think this kind of thing would be worth? Sure, you may. Ooh, that's a pretty good roll, actually. Um, that's going to be a 17. 17? Mm, probably about 250 gold. Well, I've got... Hmm. I pull out my pull out my, pull out my little pouch. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks to thanks to a good win last night at the at the mm -hmm. fights, I have a hundred and forty gold on me. This is all you have. And that's all I have. Mm. I will trade you that and the rabbit. You want the rabbit? Yeah, I could sell the rabbit. It would be good. It's a nice pet. I know a girl in the in the up district who really likes rabbits. Would go really well. Plus, you can just make another. You know that he's gonna disappear if I make another one, right? He will not disappear. He will just he will just stop moving, right? I mean, if they if you want me to make and make another one, that. 
isn't alive, I can. That one is not alive? It is made of metal. How many metal people do you know that are alive? Don't say Warforged. They don't count. That's that's true. They don't. Um, they are <laughs> they are special. You can be like, hey, Crux, are you alive? It's like, uh, you want to go? Oh, look, I can do this too. Hold on. Uh, section 122, uh, 122F, uh, north wall. <laughs> they will rush off. Hold on. I can do this trick too. Ready? Ready? One of them will come back and hold up majestically a sock puppet with googly eyes. And he'll go, oh, hello, Saki. Oh, wait, hold on. <clears throat> hello, Saki. Are you alive? Yes, I am. Oh, he's alive. Crocs, go slap him. And he's gonna make uh, he's gonna make a slap against uh, against uh, Valentine. Okay, go ahead. Obviously not for any, if not for actual damage, uh, but nineteen. Uh, nineteen will hit him. Uh, there is going to be a cacophonous clanging sound as the goblins immediately pull out slings and start pelting Crux. Uh, Crux is going to take uh, eight points of uh, bludgeoning damage. Cool. And roll me initiative. <laughs> you just attack their boss. They're they're gonna kill you and that that thing. <laughs> Unless you defuse the situation. Uh, that's gonna be a twenty-one. Okay. All right. What would you like to do? <laughs> She's gonna glare down at them. I guess glare up at them. How how tall are they? Mm, you're sitting on the other side of a. You're glaring down because you're basically like on a step ladder by the counter. Guys, how long have we known each other for? Quite a while. Just deal. You with have it. six seconds to talk. So, uh, would you like to make me a persuasion roll? Yeah, I would. Ooh, that's good. Uh, that's going to be a 20. Unnatural, dirty 20. All right. Uh, so just they like, won't attack you. Just like, guys. Monster! Leave it uh, alone. What's its AC? Uh, his AC. Now, how many hit points uh, does it have? It has... It has nine. So yeah, it's like shooting sparks and smoke is coming out of it. Yeah. Um, 13. Is it AC? Okay. Uh, one of them is going to reel back and uh, try to launch another bolt at it, uh, at which point um, Valentine is going to... Yeah. But Metal Monster is fine. Alive. I can make you anything you want. Very. I know you think you're cute. And you will say something soon like, I know I'm cute. If you're going on a trip and you try something like this, people are going to cut you. Deeply. They're going to make you bleed in terror now. 
You will die if you do something like this. You do not need a gun, you need common sense. And that I do not sell. I'm sorry, but... Uh, like, I like you, kid. I do. You're spunk. But, uh... You feel? Well, I mean, obviously I'm not going to go do that to some random shopkeeper. You're right. You just do it to a dangerous uh, man you think you can bully. No, not bully. Have fun with. Hmm. Where I come from. In Zotrovia. People have fun like this. This. You'll see that he has extensive regenerative dental work on one side. Is someone who had fun with me once. These were his teeth. He beat me when I was a boy. So I waited until I was a grown man. And then I show up at his house in the middle of the night with claw hammer. His childhood friend. Uh, I'm afraid, though, gun is out of price range. So, thank you. You take it and hand it. I have rations and candles and uh, all sorts of rope. A rope is very useful. Silk rope, very better than hemp. Actually, tactile strength of at least three times. I'm good on that. I do need rations. I can do rations, absolutely. Uh, get the good rations and... Uh, uh, let us see. Uh, grappling hook? Grappling hook is good. Grappling hook is good. Yes, grappling hook is very good. See, we're friends again. Good, 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 good. We're you go. always friends. <laughs> I, that's why I come to see you instead of any of the other... Mm. You come see me because my things are 20% off. Hey, because you're actually reputable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, compared to some of the other people in town. Okay, it was funny, but you don't have to laugh that hard. I'm so sorry, <laughs> it's just really funny. Your alphabet's backwards. <laughs> I killed your rabbit. <laughs> I'm gonna touch Crux with, a men with mending. Okay, go ahead. Uh, do -do -do. Okay, go ahead. And he he's back up to full now. Okay. But Alright, so He's like the rabbit's not dead. What a man. The goblin says and shuffles off to go get the rations. Alright, rations. Alright, ration, ration. Alright, one day uh it's going to be mm, four silver pieces. I'll give you a discount on that. Uh, so, uh, if you're looking for rations, how many weeks you want? One mm, week? Two weeks? Let's go two. Two weeks, all right. Uh, two weeks going to be math. Uh, that is seven times four is 28. 
Uh, so there is going to be uh, five, uh, five gold pieces, six silver. Uh, also, what else do you need? I have oil, I have paper, I have a bullseye lantern. Best bullseye lantern you'll find in the city. Very good. Uh, I have chalk, I have keltrops, I have, uh, I have uh, sexual novelty items, I have crowbar, I have uh, grappling hook as always. You said yes, grappling hook, grappling hook is two gold pieces. Can't Let's cut deal on that. Uh, they go premium around here. Trust me, my line of work, very, very hard to not sell that. Uh, yeah. I would have to, you know, if I was giving that to you at a discount, it would honestly come back and hurt me, really. Someone would use grappling hook to break into my place to take more grappling hooks. It would just be not a good thing. Uh, let's see. Hourglass hunting trap. Ink? Inkwell? Mm, jug or pitcher? Lamp. Do you like lamp? Lamp is good. Lamp is good. Very, lamp is very good. Uh, I love lamp. Uh, perfume. You need perfume? You stink good? Or, uh, <laughs> smell, you smell good. You will smell good then. I've got enough smell to get at home. All right. Uh, I have whistle. You're a young woman traveling alone. You carry whistle on you. You blow it. Maybe people, uh, come and help you if you are stuck in mud. Come and help. Or maybe they come and hurt. I don't know these people. I didn't send them after you. Uh, I, th I think we're probably okay with what we have. All right, so that is uh, uh, s uh, seven gold, eight. I'll give him eight. Just All right, sounds good. Well, you have a safe trip. If you come back, uh, you uh, save up. I sell you that uh, that gun for 200. I'll come back. I'll be careful. You be more careful than this girl. Okay. I'm only not careful around you. I hope that is true. It's big world. And I'm very small. And there are very many bad men like me out there. And most of them do not have fondness for you. Yeah. Yeah. But... Should at least be around... Well... Academic folks the most of my trip, at least. I'm going to fix a telescope, so... How much sure. trouble can I get into, really? And that's where we're cutting your scene because there's no perfect line like that. Meanwhile, <laughs> across town in the Imperial Science Academy, Ivy, you awaken drenched in cold sweat. Uh, did you roll your powers for the day? No, I did not. I forgot about that. Roll for your powers. I will see. D6, where's my spell list? I have no idea. Fine. What is that? Ooh, well, well, now we have three people with the same cantrip, so that'll be fun. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Rolled. So what'd you get? I got Spare the Dying. Oh. Mm-hmm. Last night, all you can fixate on as you dreamed was that halfling. 
the way that her face melted in as the acid ate through her flesh, dissolving the sinew beneath, the bone rotting out the pink and gray matter between her ears that oozed onto the ground in a coiling, simpering slime. That could have been you. It could have been you. You almost were killed. You dodged left, you should have dodged right. You zagged instead of zigged. It was... <laughs> More training is needed. You waken. That spell firmly in your mind. And there is a knock at the door. A woman's voice. Are you decent? Dr. Pryor, the assistant. Would it matter if I wasn't? No, I suppose not, but I thought that I would give you the respite of... Yes. The door will open from the outside, the lock clicking on the side that holds the keyhole. And opens into your small cell. You are departing tomorrow? Yes. I wanted to come by and check your inoculation. The new formula is somewhat unstable. I hope that you are well. And I would also like to suggest that you avoid V for the day. She was... less than, um... pleased to not be receiving the away assignment. Oh. She knows about it. She discovered it this morning. Hmm. It's already... Oh, there's no light in here, but it's already past noon. You were sleeping a while. Mm. The doctor thought that you had earned it after last night. Spectacular kill. Thank you. May I see it? The inoculation? Yes. A large pustule is formed at the base of the injection. It shrank throughout the night and is now about the size of a marble protruding through your skin. It chafes against your bracers. Are you warm to the touch? She holds up a hand to your forehead. No warmer than usual. It's always been hard to tell with you. Tiefling blood, hot as sin, as they say. Well, hmm. I suppose that uh, everything's in order here. Like I said, I would avoid the training hall. Unless you okay. want a confrontation. <sighs> Depends. How, uh, how bad is she? Really? As bad as she ever is. She is as she is. Mm -hmm. 
Your things will be packed in the morning. A to-go bag. Enough trail rations to keep you. As well as a small supply of gold to procure any other food or expenses on the way. You're expected to keep receipts. Yes. I've also thrown in a little bit extra from... from my budget. This is your first time away from home. Yes. Try to enjoy yourself a little, maybe. We'll see. He's threatened my life. You know that. If you fail, just don't fail. Mm. You know how he is. Yes, I do. The doctor has a lot on his shoulders. Even more on his mind. Yes. He's single-handedly holding this operation together. You have no idea, Ivy, of the nightmares that exist beyond the reaches of Empire. There are things in the darkness outside of our civilization's light that claw and cloy at the light. You were not alive to see it. You were not educated to read about the times of the sunblight. You were not educated of the... The things that we do here are necessary, and he knows that. Should there ever be another rage of dragons, We will stand ready. I know. I know my purpose. He won't kill you. You'll do your job and everything will be fine. I believe in you, she says, putting a hand on your shoulder. Her hands are so small. Her face is sharp, but pretty, at that slowly wilting age of the early 30s when she's starting to develop the lines. Question. She, yes. How long has she been working for Doctor? Uh, the last, sh- last 10 years? She was last, a co-assistant okay. with okay. Uh, the one who betrayed him. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, So she's probably around uh, between 30 and 35, although she's looking a little older um, just because she doesn't... I mean, she's got that scientist look. She's very tired, very drawn. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Like you, we all know, we all know grad students and early doctorates. Yep, I know a lot of them. (laughs) Yep, they look tired. They are constantly tired. Cool, all right. I'm here if you want to talk about anything. I'm worried. Hmm? About what? Failure. Hmm. Well, I think that the doctor would just say, don't fail. Yes. Not quite so simple, I suppose. No. You said this is my first time away. There's... I know the city like the back of my hands. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know the outside. I don't want to fail. You won't fail. And she smiles and brushes some of the, the hair away from your eyes. You are going to be great. Never forget, what you do is a great service. You've been training all of your life for things like this. I just need you to remember something. As you're out there, Otker, Oriana, she's deranged. She will try to feed you lies and poison your mind. She's long been working with forces outside of this world's control. You cannot listen to a word she says. If possible, kill her as soon as you see her. That was the plan. Good girl. If you don't mind me asking, why now? Why did it take so long for it to be decided for me to do this? There were no sightings of her. We've heard of her presence in a small town or near it, at least. A place called Cordest, near the coast. There have been reports of creatures like 19 or 22, 61, roaming the surrounding. Only she would have that type of knowledge. We have no facilities out that far. Besides, only you are capable enough to sneak in there by yourself and take care of it. If we immobilize the military or sent in one of the Imperial mages, they would probably make such a wreck of it. Besides, you're 20. You're an adult now. Apparently. Consider this a name day present. I should really be going. You will be great. (laughs) Thank you. Remember. You're a creature of magic. She's watching. 
she leans over and taps the small golden star dangling around her neck. If you believe that sort of thing. And with that, she'll leave. What do you spend the rest of your day doing? Hmm. <laughs> Ivy's sort of tempted to go see V, but... Hmm. Yeah, she probably will. She'll want to gloat a little bit. She'll okay. probably get in a, tumble, a little bit of a tumble with her, but... As you head back into the, into the training area, we hear the sound of grunting and fighting. <sighs> <sighs> Well, 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 look who it is. Sister. Oh, sister. Feeling a little angry today? It's going to be hard to eat on the trip without any teeth. Hmm. Well, as if you can hit me. Apparently, I'm the better one. Ah! She's going to charge you. And um, that is where that scene is going to end. <laughs> because y'all are going to fight each other pretty hard to a standstill, I think. Yep. The rest of you do what you need to do. You gather what you need to gather. You collect your belongings and you prepare. The next morning comes quickly. All of you can purchase any supplies that you need. Uh, all of you will be able to uh, easily supply any rations or any mundane equipment, so don't stress about that. How much gold did um, you were given? Uh, you were given twenty gold pieces and uh, also uh, ten silver pieces. Uh, okay. The ten silver pieces were discretionary. Okay. Those were directly from um, uh, from uh, from Mario. Yeah. Cool. The next day, you find yourselves down at the train yard. The wide platform stretches out in front of you for almost a hundred meters. It's immense. And as you as you sit there, wait there, stand with your luggage, that sound comes in. That shuffling, grinding sound of tracks being ridden. And in the distance, you can hear that sound. The metal on metal grinding. The sound of whistles blowing to the sky. You're at the top of the city, sometimes the, the furthest that you've ever been. And the long length of black iron makes its way around the corner and hills. The train approaches, roaring up alongside the tracks. Shuffling in, it comes to a, a, a halt in front of you, and the doors will open each one of them manned by by an imperial conductor, all dressed in their perfect blue outfits with the pillbox hats, each one of them 
Hello, everyone. Please uh, st stand in line. Give me your tickets. Give me your tickets over here, please. All right, tickets. Um, ah, Lady Belmont. <laughs> wonderful to see you. And of course, uh, Cleric. Wonderful to see you as well. Your train compartment is inside. You're going to go to... <laughs> oh, this is quite a luxurious one. <laughs> the Daffodil Suite. Up at the front. <laughs> you so should... Nice. Oh, it is lovely. Um, so you are going to be in car number five. Mm -hmm. The dining car is car four. Uh, there is a, uh, a more mm, casual dining car around car 10. Mm. Uh, but uh, of course, everything is compliments. Wonderful. Thank um, you. I would say. Um, tipping is included, but also um, for exceptional service um, suggested. Uh, of course. Um, do you know what, approximately how long the trip's supposed to take? Mm, overall, it should take just shy of two weeks. Mm, thank you. <laughs> we also, uh, in case you didn't bring your own reading material, do have a small library appointed around car number eight it's it's small but um well stocked with some uh recent periodicals as well as some very interesting novels and novellas hmm. wonderful if i manage to run through my reading material then i will have to go and look <laughs> i look forward to it all right and bring your tickets up here or tickets up here over here and you. she will very calmly slip him a gold piece as she walks by. Thank you very much. Further down the train car. You, halfling. Come on. Oh, watch out. Hey, don't step on her. Pay attention. I'm very sorry, lady. Hello and welcome. Do you have your ticket handy, miss? Here you go. All right, miss. Uh, Soulstar. Soulstar. Uh, you are going to be staying in. Uh, looks like you are sharing accommodations. You are in car number uh, car number 49 all right so uh that's the business class cars you're going to go about six down uh to the right and you are in car 49 and you are in cabin 4d 4d is quite nice very comfortable you'll really enjoy it um have a good time if you'd like. Uh, dining cars are every 10 cars um, up until uh, car 10. Beyond that, you would need a special pass to enter. Perfect. Thank you. Do stay away from anything beyond car 60. Nobody wants to. It's not for ladies like you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> She'll slip in my gold. Well, thank you very much, ma'am. Um, the chocolate parfait is to die for, but skip the vanilla tort. Thank you. <laughs> it will. A minute later. Um, yes, you. Um, next up, next up, next up. You, uh, with the purple hair? Yes. Do you have your ticket? Yes. All right. Uh, Miss Ivy. You are in business. Uh, you are in car 59. Uh, so 13 back on the right and are staying in 9A. Uh, so um, 
there are dining cars every 10 cars. Please do not go above car 10. You will not be allowed without a special pass. Not in. Um, it takes two weeks to get there, and we will be changing trains a few times throughout. Okay. You should have an enjoyable time, at the very least, until we reach um, Aldare. You shouldn't have to worry about a thing from your car. Thank you. You're welcome. Am I uh, sharing the cabin with anyone? Uh, yes, you have, uh, looks like, uh, three other uh, three other compatriots you'll be sharing with. But there are separate sleeping compartments, uh, bunks in there. They're comfortable. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. She'll slip in my gold as well. Quite the tips today. Thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, that's like a week's worth of pay. So hey, I like that. It's, I like that. Uh, Very's probably doing it to show off. I feel like Ivy just doesn't know the difference. Really, it's just no, like no, hey. she does, and she has the most of gold right now. So she's like, well, this is the most. So I'm gonna give the most. Okay. <laughs> and then finally, the it's like, yeah, that's about a week's wages. That seems like a good tip. All right, listen up, everybody. I want you to form an orderly line, says someone further down the platform. All right, no pushing, shoving, or elbowing. And if I see one of you step out of line or spit, you're off. I got no time for your shit. <laughs> line up. Single file. Single means one. Yeah, one. One, like the number of parents that loved you if you were lucky. Now get in line and shut up. Tickets. <laughs> Steerage. In. Don't go above car 70. I see you above car 70. <laughs> Let's just say we won't be friends. Next. Steerage. Steerage. Good, good. Keep it coming. This is a fake ticket. Get out of here before I call the guards and have you strung up. I was just trying to... I don't care what you were trying to do. Um, um Talfrin? Yeah? Dirk says, I really appreciate you bringing me out like this. Oh, of course, bud. Never been on a type of adventure like this. Oh, it's gonna be a good time. You gotta take your mind off things. You gotta... Gotta get you out there. You're a good friend, man. Thanks. No problem. Still wish I had my brother's rent. Oh, well. Yeah. We'll make our fortune elsewhere. Yeah. Hell yeah. There is so much out there. Let's go. That's right. Let's go. Tickets, tickets, tickets. And as he takes your ticket, he looks down. Steerage, both of you. Don't cause any trouble. I'm watching you, he says, pointing directly at Dirk. Oh, come on. He's a good guy. Lay off him. Well, you lay off him, four eyes. Get in there. I haven't heard that one before. Let's go. And with that, you board the train that's going to take you out into adventure. As the train begins to gear up with its hundreds and hundreds of bodies aboard, you start heading north toward the capital. Not knowing now, but soon finding out. Your destiny lies on the other side.
And that's where we'll pick up next Friday. So uh, that is it for this episode of the Reign of Emery's. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. I hope you guys had some fun. Did you guys have fun? Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. So now I get to get you guys all together in a party next episode, hopefully, (laughs) or it'll just be an entire episode of sipping champagne in car ten. So uh, it could be either. I don't care. I don't care. Whatever works. Um, Go to car ten. Go to car ten. You don't even get to go to car seventy, Talfrin. Yeah, Yeah, you don't get to go with me and Barry. All right, so that's going to be it for us, guys. We will see you later. Don't forget to tune into Dork Tales Expo tomorrow at 10 a.m. We'll be here from 10 to 10. <laughs> and uh, I look forward to having you there. I think we all do. Um, and we'll see you next Friday here on The Reign of Emerys. Bye, everybody. Bye. Good night. The Reign of Emerys is a Dork Tales production. It stars Christine Rattray as Claudette Belmont, Amy Godfrey as Leiden Ann Marov, Caitlin Vinkel as Talfrin Prideri, Robin Holford as Ivy, and Katrina McGee as Veritrix Soulstar. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Resolution by Alexander Nakarada, and our closing theme is Find Them, also by Alexander Nakarada. For a full list of the music used in this episode, check the show notes below. To learn more about the world that Reign of Emerys is set in, check out our wiki or visit our Discord where there's plenty of information to go around. Thanks for supporting this podcast. If you like what we do here and would like to help Dork Tales grow, leave a five-star review, share us with your friends, and leave a comment below. And hey, while we're talking about people who support Dork Tales, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales. Starting with our Patreon producers. Our royal producer, Shulton the World Builder. Our divine producer, DM Michael Gray, the great and powerful. Our demonic producers, Jade the Maker of Monsters and Bricarius, our fun but evil Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl. Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977. Trizelta, aka James Bododge. Eolus the Forever Cleric. Cubby Gummy. Amberthist. And The Traveler. Our level 20 heroes, Jan Clark, who's my my mom, Bob Kessler, who's along for the ride, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, and Chef Aladeth. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the straw hat devil, George Sibley, Snowy323, Hans H. Boundehoof, Professor Multiverse, Adam Bomb, Tabitha Rudkin, Chandra Magic, Brady Chester, and Heavy Metal and Tea, our very important patrons, who donate five or more dollars per month, an actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Mike Baxter, first of his name, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, United Adventure Company, Robin Holford, the wine master, SM Pace, Hillary, Colin Son, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Evil, Doctor Who 4189, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Kara Rett, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Arak Nikonikoni, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G, Michael Reynolds, The Bongmaster, David Ellis, Confounded Hound, Jeremy Smith, 5280DTC Nerd, Lockgen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Andrew Rogers, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Chris Deeds, Karasha Urquhart, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Malazang, Clay, Andrew Wolf, Laura Arasmith, Sean Oldham, Mashmakan, Marcel, Roman Ash, The Dixon Three, Ash Wolf, Losgrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Saravant and Sophistine, Whistler, DM Shari, and Empath Naga. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Caitlin, Ba Tran, Willem and Isolde, Just Andy, EJ, Ashley Johnson, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Creax, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hey Liz, Chris Blog, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, 
Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, The Crazy Goblin, Jacob Embry, Matt B., and Catherine Petricelli. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.